0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. We're making our way through summer. Turkey season has finally ended. Get through the next couple of months. Better days will be here before we know it. We are proudly brought to you by the one and only Ducks Unlimited.
1: For 85 years, Ducks Limited has worked towards one goal, skies full of waterfowl, today, tomorrow, and forever. It's a daunting challenge and one our supporters take very seriously because to them, nothing is more important than full skies and all starts in our local events. To find an event near you or join our volunteer team, go to www.ducks.org. DU is a proud sponsor of the Big Honker Podcast and Duck Hunters Everywhere. Since 1937, they've conserved
0: 15 million acres of land.
1: You imagine the drought the last couple of years. If we wouldn't have had a DU, what would it be like?
0: They're fighting for the duck numbers. Yep. Fighting for the duck hunters and the duck numbers. Hun- so,
1: Duck hunters are the best conservationists in the world. No doubt about it. 100%. So
0: if there's a DU event going on near you, you might go check it out. Spend a little bit of money with them because uh, they do good work. We're also brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Don't know how many dates are left, but give Jeff a holler. 940-658-3172. If, you're, if you want to dove hunt, could, yep. you, could, you, could you still come dove hunt I've got some dove hunting,
1: a little bit of dove hunting days left. We're I've almost got some, to June. I do have some goose. I've got a couple days left in November. Everybody wants to come shoot that trophy spec early in the year. i got some November dates. Holler at me at 940-658-3172 or www.stanfieldhunting.com. Also brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialties, home of the Stanfield Stool.
0: Listen, it's 2020. You should not be sitting on a bucket anymore. 20, what, what year is this? It's 2020, 2022. 2022. <laughs> you should not be sitting on a bucket anymore. I'm stuck in the past, Jeff. Uh, the Stanfield stool, it's sturdy. It's reliable. It's got a backrest. It's beautiful. You don't need to be sitting on a bucket anymore. It's bad for your hemorrhoids. It's bad for your back. Get you the Stanfield stool. Or if you've got another iteration of the Stanfield stool, tell them what you want built. And the guys over at Alpha Outdoors, they can get it done. Send them up the uh, dimensions, and they can do it. Great people over there. We had him on a couple, two months ago or something like that, so take a listen to that podcast, but it's a lot of fun, um, and I am looking forward to sitting on the Stanfield stool. We're also brought to you by Pacific Calls. The boys up there in Spocompton uh, make a hell of a lesser call. The 206 is my favorite call, and in my opinion, my humble opinion, the PCD is the best duck call that's on the market. I mean, you cannot go wrong with the PCD. It's a single read. Barks at them. I love it. It's all that I use whenever I duck hunt. And uh, the 206, man, it's a lesser call. Rips on them. Um, it's a little bit shorter, so if you're an intermediate goose caller, the 509 is what you need to look for. And, I mean, they're going all in on the turkey lineup. So check them out for great deals. And go. they got a Facebook page where they release hot buys. So it's uh, Pacific Calls or something like that. It's a private page. Join it and uh, get access to one-of-a-kind calls or check them out pacificcustomcalls.com we're also brought to you by boss shot shells bismuth is the way to go compares so closely to lead listen dove season is going to be ramping up here before we know it 15 million dove each year die from lead poisoning we don't need legislation on this we don't need congress to tell us what we need to do if we want to enhance the dove numbers Start shooting boss at them. It compares to lead. It's a little bit more pricey, but that's just the way it goes. Listen, put your money where your mouth is. 15 million dove a year die from lead poisoning. That's unacceptable. Switch to bismuth. Uh, You'll never go back. I use it. uh, I use the 3.5 blend whenever I'm out waterfowl hunting, and that is my go-to load. It's a premium load. It's a hot and heavy load. Uh, BossShotShells.com. Bismuth. Can't say enough about it, so you need to go check them out. We're also brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. Mr. Alex Langbell has taken his, uh, his career as a first responder, and he's put all that knowledge into making the field trauma kit. It's got everything that you need. If you've got a hole, it can, it can uh, stop bleeding and keep you warm. Everything in there, it's designed perfect for whatever you might run into out there in the duck or goose blind. Every vehicle needs to have one. Every blind bag needs to have one. Be prepared for the unexpected. He also has the patented quick release system. Listen, you you snap Fido in, pull a little cord, and away he goes. Whenever you're ready for him. But in my opinion, there's no reason that you should not have your dog uh, harnessed in, no matter how highly qualified you think he is. All it takes is one accident, and we're looking at a different morning. Uh, he's got check cords made himself. He's got stainless steel dog bowls. They don't bacteria does not grow on it, so you don't have to worry as much. Uh, about nasty dog food and water bowls, so check them out. Gun Dog Outdoors and take care of your four-legged hunting buddy. We're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industry. Squad Fest will be here before we know it, July fifteenth and sixteenth. We hope to see everybody out there. We'll be up there in St. Louis. Uh, you think it'll be a little bit cooler this year, Jeff? No. The beer's cold. The beer's good. It was. A, it was a very, very good time. Second year ought to be even better. Uh, the calling contests were great to to watch. So <clears throat> come on out check them out. July 15th and 16th in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. It'll be a great time. Come shake our hand. We look forward to seeing everybody. And if you're in the market for the best silhouettes on the market, check out Dive Bomb Industries. Be sure to get the bags. It's the best part of Dive Bomb is that they all pack up nice and neat and I can keep my freaking trailer organized. DiveBombIndustries.com We're also brought to you by Lucky Duck. Maker of the best A-frame that's on the market. 2x4 the blind. Fit for grown men. It's Durable, it's sturdy, it's reliable, it holds stubble well. Uh, and their spinners are the best. They're waterproof. They accidentally take a spill in a lake. No big deal. Shake it off, dry the dry the battery off, and away you can go again. Check them out at luckyduck.com. No matter what you're looking for, they got something for you. They got goose flappers that work excellent. Uh, we used them last year uh, towards the end of the year, trick those weary speckle bellies into submission. So uh, if you're looking for a spinner, a flapper. A-Frame, Coyote Hunter, they got it all for you. LuckyDuck.com is the way to go. We're also brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, it is not the duck. The Missouri Boat Ride blend is the best. It's all I can drink now. I have been getting to where uh, Missouri Boat Ride topped with a little bit of high velocity really just gets the engine running there, Jeff. So you're shooting whiskey in the morning? High velocity is their blend. High velocity blend. okay. We'll do a, do a little blend in action. I'm, I'm like Starbucks, Jeff. Don't worry about what I've got going on. They're going to be at Squad Fest, so um, be sure, say hello to them. Actually, I think most of our sponsors are going to be there. But anyway, uh, Dirty Duck Coffee ships straight to your door. You can sign up for their membership, and you don't even have to order. You just sign up for that, tell them how often you want it delivered, and it'll just show up there. But you should get the Missouri boat rat we're also brought to you by the best waiters that are on the market, shin gear waiters, nylon made. The boot is comfortable, uh, and they've got the best guarantee in the waterfowl world. They will stand behind their product for as long as you stand in them. Customer service is something that is lost in this day and age, but not over there at shin gear. Uh, so let's say you're walking, you stick a hole through your boot, send it to them, they'll get it turned around in a reasonable manner, and they'll get them right back out to you. The guys over there are great. I mean, they they got a hell of a product. It's tough. It's durable. It's breathable. And it works. That's the best part, is it actually works. You can buy one pair of waders and get through the hunting season. It's not like other companies where you got to buy several sets just to have one. Not a shin gear. So, check them out. Shingear.com. We're also brought to you by the boys up there. Langdon, Missouri. Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. Logan and Rebel. He's up there selling that fertilizer, Jeff.
1: Spreading that cow shit.
0: Spreading that cow shit. They're hilarious to listen to, and they're great guys.
1: Just also. good people. good Do a lot of good things for a lot of people. Have a great podcast. Funny. Don't listen to it with your kids <clears throat> in the car.
0: And it's growing. Go to their Patreon account. Donate to their Patreon, and uh, you can have access to their entire library. They like the conspiracies, which so do I. So it's a lot of fun to listen to. Check them out. Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. Last but not least, we are brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey. Mr. Brandon Bing has fought the supply chain crisis. Can't get bottles now, but the man has found them, and he's now shipping Bangtail Whiskey. It is a beautiful, beautiful whiskey that I highly recommend everybody should have on their liquor cabinet. Bangtail Whiskey is a traditional corn mash whiskey aged in charred new American oat barrels. You'll find a pleasant aroma of vanilla and spices before galloping into notes of nougat, sweet corn, and a lingering caramel finish. Built on a dream age 25 years, it is a handcrafted whiskey to create the perfect sip no matter how you drink your whiskey. I prefer uh, whiskey sours. You do you, boo. Pour it over ice, just in a glass, however you want to do it. But Bangtail should definitely be in your liquor cabinet.
1: That's it. Come out to Squad Fest in the middle of July and see me and Andy.
0: And all of our most of our sponsors. Yeah, most
1: of our sponsors will be out there, and Andy will be there. Thank you very much and God bless you. But mainly Andy will be there.
0: Okay, boys and girls, this episode of the podcast, we are joined by Michigan's own Mr. Mike Clements. He's a friend of Brandon and the guys up there at Boss. And uh we have a good time with him. He's probably one of the smartest individuals we've ever had on this podcast so um i fit in well with him jeff did not he struggled a little bit but we had a great time with him we hope you enjoy it here he is mike clement we'll see if he's back in time
1: And welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by Alpha Outdoors. I am Jeff Stanfield. Alpha Specialties Outdoors.
0: Alpha Outdoors. You can pull this up, you know. You don't have to but be punched over. Don't fuck it. Don't make a point now just to <laughs> be an ass. I think that's what you're about to do. You're about to just pull that off the table, Some weren't you? a
1: pain in the ass. Well, Why can't we go with wireless mics? There's a whole thing where you just kind of put it in here like a headphone. That's what I want. I want to go. I want to be old school or new school, I don't care what like the want. guys on NBC do that call football games. I got the little mic that comes across. Anyways, we're brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialties and Bangtail Whiskey and Bangtail Whiskey got a new and Boss Shells. Yep. And we're going to do a bourbon review, or they're going to do a bourbon review. And so I've already by I've, looking. I've, glass. We've already done it. And Logan, y'all have already done one.
0: Well, I mean, I've already had this. Okay, it's cheating.
1: And Introdu- introduce our guest, while we're Mr. Here. Mike Clements. The Gypsy from Michigan. Yes, sir. You go everywhere. Everywhere
2: I can. Anywhere there's a refinery, I'll be not too far off of it.
1: You got to keep them refineries going because gas is ridiculous. Well, I tell you what, what we need to do. Um, is build new ones.
2: Uh, well, we got to run the our, our current ones at capacity to start with. I mean, that'd be a good start. I mean, it's not really that bad in refining right now. At this price per barrel, it sucks at the pump, but they're actually running, doing projects, which if refineries are adding on, Doing projects—that's people working, buying equipment. So it may not seem like it right now, but overall, it's it's not necessarily an evil thing.
1: Everybody I know that owns a business is busy as fuck right now. Yes, everybody I know, but they can't get workers. Yeah. how are the workers feeding their families? Because they're not that yeah. big of checks. I don't. I don't understand. All I can figure out is this monthly stopping that people get. They're using that $500 or $600 if they got 12 kids or whatever it gives, and they're not working. But I, I don't understand.
2: Well, I thought they were going to get away from doing that. I, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't me, but getting hourly employees to go do anything seems like it's uh, – I know for, for my work that they went out, increased pay, increased benefits, sign-on benefits, and uh, it's still a struggle just to get people to go up to work or they show up for three days, right. get a temporary or half a check, and then peace out, they're gone.
1: We have four full-time people here that work. Every day. Well, Andy shows up two days a week or three days a week, but everybody else works all the time.
0: I do work that you don't
1: see. I, I know you do. I'm not complaining about it at all. But what I'm saying is is that we've got four that people sounded, here that work I all the time. I do work
0: that's not noticeable. Well, so do I. <laughs> well, we
1: got we got four people that work all the time, year-round, 52 weeks a year, that are working all the time. And if we sold some more hunts, I could almost have a We could almost have a social media secretary that's working almost. We're almost that busy. And it just floors me. Every business I know is that way. Because everybody's like, man, y'all's business has got to be hurting right now. No, and people that and the problem is, people can't get people to work for them. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Now, and
0: I don't know because uh, I'm like you. I thought that the the uh, benefit, the five thousand or whatever the hell it was a month, was going away. But like the the unemployment is still nobody's working. Yeah. Every every business in town is looking for somebody to hire.
1: And then someone will tell me I can't find a job.
0: And no, uh, that wears me out. This has been the weird because Knox City is an oil oil filled town. I mean, that's what drives the economy. This is for gas being as high as it is and oil being as high as it is. We've not seen a bump at all as far as like new people coming out or anything.
1: The oil companies aren't spending a lot of money in new exploration right now. No, unless they're no. doing it somewhere where they're going to hit a fifteen hundred barrel a day well where they're going to make a buku of money. And it's not the oil company's fault that gas prices are the way they are. They want to blame it on the oil companies.
2: No, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's based on your WTI and Brent, right? So what you're trading at, it goes directly to the pumps. They're just trying to make that margin in the middle. Yeah, And they have to recap or rebuild from the last one to two years. I mean, you think about when that gas was low. Mm-hmm. They didn't make shit, right? right? I mean, their margins were in the toilet. Upstream was completely out. Because there's upstream, midstream, downstream, all you know, all those three facets of it. And what we were talking about out here is all upstream. But the downstream was the one that was suffering. Upstream could get it out. But if you can't process it and put it into a final fuel, what good is it?
1: The biggest benefactor of fuel is the federal government. They invest absolutely yes, zero dollars into it but they make about 25 to 50 cents a gallon off of it. You think about that 25 cents a gallon for every gallon of gas consumed in this country per day. That's how we can fucking give um, Zelensky more money over in fucking Ukraine all the time. Oh, yeah. That's a shitload of money that they get on, on fuel taxes every single day. So, what does it mean
0: upstream, downstream, midstream? Is that just where you are in the country? No. No,
1: that's a part of the process.
2: So, like upstream, and I'll, I'm not, I don't want to dive into it too far because I'll, I'll go in full nerd mode <laughs> on you guys. But upstream is like we get it out of the ground or get it up from under the sea. Upstream, midstream is like processing natural gas. So, thank, uh, uh, Midland is Odessa. out here. And yeah. were they, were they, getting
1: they're, it out of the ground. The ground.
2: So, pump jacks, uh, roustabouts, running around, servicing that stuff, all upstream. And then midstream is like Midland Odessa, so natural gas, processing plants, condensate. And then downstream is refinery, right? We're taking crude oil, cracking it, turning it into jet, diesel, gasoline.
1: Now, diesel is a cheap byproduct. No, Gasoline's a cheap byproduct of diesel?
2: I would say none of them anymore. So that's the contemporary thought is that, oh, well, it used to be gasoline is what you make, and then your byproduct's just diesel. diesel. That's why it's so cheap, right? Right. Used to be. Used to be. But now everything has – we have sulfur restrictions that are uh, required for not only on-road fuel, but now off-road fuel, jet fuels. So when you want to take any of that sulfur out, it's called desulfurization, hydro-treating. That costs money. It's an extra process. So you're adding more equipment, people – into the process, which therefore makes it cost more, so it's not. And there's nothing that's a byproduct out of it anymore. I mean, it's a game of trying to recycle, like even steam condensate, because mm-hmm. everything's expensive to get out of it now. So
0: a long time, like in the '70s or whatever, it was a byproduct of gasoline. But now, with all the restrictions and everything else that's gone into it, not anymore.
2: Yeah, I mean, you just look at the ppm levels at a gas pump on what diesel is, and then look at a look at an old sticker to see what it was like. Something five thousand ppm was oh what you needed to have which you could get easily with sweet crude now it's like 50 really yeah and bunker the big imo 2020 regulations so it used to be it kind of rolled out so you have on-road trucks that got affected rail railroads that got affected jet kind of got affected for a, a short amount of time but even that's coming around and then bunker fuels because if you look at every all the fuels that are made and where it's used at a lot of its transportation Because what do we like to do buy shit on amazon and have it come over from china and that's bunker bunker six right that's all fuel price or fuel that's getting used on those ships do you
0: think that we'll ever get into a situation where we run out of oil beneath our feet
2: that's a tough one because uh, reserves are estimated by by like a geological survey but it's not really that um but it's an estimation so there's not a exact number to it and i think the u.s does a really good job at determining what our reserves are but like when I was over in Saudi, I did a bunch of work overseas in uh, Middle East and China, and Saudis they just guess. If you look at how their forecast is, they'll randomly go from one year to another, and there'll be a ten percent increase. <laughs> well, they didn't walk around, stab a stick in the ground, and find oh here's another here's another one. They're just changing it uh, as they see fit. So I, I don't think so. We're also getting so much more efficient about our use of fuels compared to what it was forty years ago. Right. But
1: but how? I don't understand much about, about how all that works, but it seems to me like they're pulling oil out of the ground, which which they are. Yeah. Well, eventually, they're going to pull everything out of there, aren't they? I mean... Yeah. So, so eventually, we are going to... It's not rebuilding itself, yeah. is it?
2: No, no. It's not... Well, there could be some fossilization that's still coming about, but we are... We're taking up a resource quicker than it can be replenished, for sure. But you're talking about in how many years does that take place? It won't be in our lifetimes, easily. A, th- a
1: thousand years. Will there be petroleum down below?
2: Uh... I would sure think so. I, I don't remember what the forecasts are, but I believe it's tens of thousands of years.
1: So we're so we don't need to worry about it then. Yeah, and we're not going to save kids, the planet. Kids, kids, for... kids don't
0: need to worry about well, it. Yeah,
1: but what you said the other day on the deal, we're ten, we're past another volcano coming or earthquake yeah. or whatever it was. So oh. we're in good shape then. Um, we were just talking
0: about how vulcan- how like a volcano eruption, we're so. It would fuck everything up. Change the
1: whole. thing. Oh, yeah. I did not realize. I that was an enlightening deal. The, the uh, earthquake in Indonesia in 1815. No, the volcano. The volcano. I mean, God, I keep getting them backwards. Volcano in 1815 that basically caused a nuclear winter, and we didn't have crops and all kinds of stuff. Well, that would really fuck up the migration. I wish <laughs> now, when I when when Saint, Mount Saint Helens was in my lifetime, I remembered it was on the news. But I really, you know, when you're 10 years old, it just really don't resonate on what's going on. I would have loved to think about how it changed everything. Because it had to really change the crops in the upper upper Midwest. Oh yeah. Because it was cold and there was dust everywhere. And I remember seeing pictures of the volcanic dust in Denver and all kinds of places were just silted in with that stuff. That, that I wish I would have paid more attention back then when I was little and really.
0: If it was cold for that winter or whatever.
1: Yeah, it, more I like cold to, uh, and it, what the springtime was like and everything. I'd, I'd just be really curious about all that.
0: Um, I guess I could look and see what how significant St. Helen was versus I think it was Mount Tambora.
1: What obviously was not, I would have remembered the. But you know what, nineteen eighty three, we had a cold ass winter, right? But I don't know. That was what two years, three years after Mount St. Helens. I don't know. Anyways, back to the oil stuff. That that fascinates me. So, ten thousand years from now, we're probably gonna be out. We've already reached. Would you say we've reached peak population on the Earth now?
2: Man, I'd really like to say we have, but I don't think so because we love to reproduce.
0: Well, um, well,
1: the numbers are showing it's Elon declining Musk fast. says
0: Elon. According to Elon's projections. We're well. We're already we're below replacement, and most civilized countries are too far below replacement. He said, "Elon Musk says by the end of the century, your biggest problem is going to be that you can't find uh, people to work." Which
1: I know in twenty three hundred, they say Japan will no longer be self sustained. They will be on the way to collapse because they will run out of people. I guess more well, Japanese people don't like to fuck. So I can figure out.
2: Well, I mean, China they have that regulation. I didn't think about Japan. I don't. What's with young people not wanting to have
0: sex
1: anymore? I don't. think it's
0: that you can't. You they had a daughter restriction. You could only keep a son in China, wasn't it? That was in China.
1: But they say Japan, the young people there just they're on their phones. I've never had that much enjoyment out of an Apple phone.
2: No, no, or Call of Duty, or anything like that. I I don't know. I mean, that was my number. I wanted to get my license and then go find chicks, right? I
1: mean, that's. that's the way I grew up. I would never had an orgasm playing a game.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Sure, you're not playing the right game. No,
1: obviously must not be <laughs> with the right toy. But, <laughs> but something's happened. So it there's says, a good chance that you're the smartest guy in this room today. Usually that's on me, but this might uh, be you today. So, you got
2: accepted into MIT?
0: Is
1: that right?
2: Uh, yeah. So, well, yeah. That, that's a good story. We got um, – getting out of high school, I got into a whole bunch of trouble. Uh, I, I grew up just poor on a farm – worked my ass off, did everything I could. And then you kind of get to the stage, or at least I got to the stage, where I'm like, you know what, I'll just go out and have fun, get a license, going out and doing fun stuff. And I kind of got into a little bit of trouble with drinking too much and partying too much. And I had to go get SAT, or SATs or ACTs, one or the other. Went out, partied, uh, got shit face drunk. Uh, me and my brother drove out to, like, Lakeshore to get this testing done. I scored, like, a 32 I forget what this limit is, but it's that's very high. It's very high for being extremely hungover. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent out all my applications. That is a to very schools. that's
1: a really high
2: score. Yeah, I think it's like thirty six or something. I, I don't think know, that's, but it was I a good think, score for what it was. And uh, I sent out the applications to everybody because I'm like, eh, if I get in somewhere, cool. And if not, uh, my plan was just either a stay on a farm or b try to go in the, into the military.
1: Thirty
0: six is as high as you can get yeah. on the act
1: Yeah, 32 is really high yeah it's a lot higher than i made. Mean. 21 is average i'm way above average but i'm way below you
2: <laughs> yeah so that was a good it was a good indication so you sent out all that stuff and yeah. i think when you start applying to schools they look at holistically and everybody's worried about well you got to be part of all these sports teams and doing all this other stuff i, I think honestly when you're going through exceptions that they're looking at what's your natural ability and where are you coming from, and then some of these standardized scores, like Meep scores, ACTs, SATs. And if you're just a smart person, they're willing to look at you. Now, did I apply and get into it? Sure. Could I afford $35,000 a semester or whatever it was? Mm Mm-mm, not this guy. I mean, I'm still paying my college and I went to a technical university in Michigan.
1: Have you been to MIT? No. It's a pretty cool looking, modern looking kind of campus deal. Man, you're talking about right in the middle of this shit. And I like yeah. Boston. Like, I, I would have loved to have gone to Harvard for one semester just to say I really went there. I always claim I went there. I've been there a couple times. But when you walk around the campus and you see all them fucking geeks and shit, it nah, would not fit in right here no. at all. Way that, too fucking liberal for me. Now, what near as liberal in the 80s as it is now. For oh, me, would have been. But MIT, that's a, that's a great school. What would you be doing different, though? Because you seem like you enjoy what you do.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, love, I, I don't know if I'd change anything. I mean, it all kind of worked out. So I went to a technological university in the northern tip of the upper peninsula where you only did three things, really. You went to school, uh, you drank, and you hunted.
1: We're at so, the upper peninsula. Perfect.
2: In the Keweenaw Peninsula. So if you go to the most northern part, uh, uh, it kind of looks like that, and that tip comes up to the top. Where's right Marquette up, at? It's about an hour and a half southeast, so that's at the base of uh, the right. Keweenaw Peninsula. So you keep going further north.
1: So you're way the hell up there.
2: Way right? up there. I mean, think like northern Minnesota or northern North Dakota right on the Canada border. That's about what it is for Michigan, except you're surrounded by Lake Superior.
1: So Sault Ste. Marie, you're a couple hours away from it.
2: No way. Like four and a half hours no shit. west and then north.
1: Western. I've always wanted to do the drive from Sault Ste. Marie to Green Bay. Oh, yeah. I would think it would be Across a cool two. drive. I yeah. would love it. We almost did it last year. Yeah, we almost year, did it but, it, but we had, like six hours. But we had yeah. to meet grandkids. Uh, it yeah. would be a long trip for them, but we I would like to back. do it. It's beautiful.
0: Um, now, this is my dumb question for the first half of this podcast. The the, the college that you went to and MIT, what – I mean, do you think that you would have studied something different at MIT, or would it just be that you would have gotten the MIT stamp on your education? Like, what would you – what would there have been any difference in what you went and studied for?
2: I, I don't know, because when I went into college and applying, I was going into engineering. I'm a mechanical engineer, so I don't think that would have changed at all. It just would right. have had a higher endorsement coming out of MIT as opposed to Michigan Tech. But, I mean, the way I ended up doing my role in refineries right now was complete dumb luck, because I went into doing hydraulics. I did uh, organic chemistry I because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I took all this other stuff, trying to figure it out. And by the time I graduated, I moved to Chicago, went to the city because I thought that's what it was. So I'd had this really long road and then stumbled into refining. Because there's actual courses for refining engineering, right? Petroleum. And I didn't take any of that stuff. I just stepped into it and then started doing field service. And they put me on a plane flying around the world and just learned it the hard way.
0: Now, were you, when you were like, you think back to your high school days, was it just, did it just come easy to you? And you were like, oh, fuck this.
2: Yeah, I mean, math was all, math and science made sense. I mean, you're in the, I, I lived through the, from the no cell phone to cell phone days. Weird so, time. Yeah, uh, like the Nextel, the yellow brick was yep. the very first phone I had, and that was my senior year. Mm-hmm. So before that, you would just get on a tractor, you told dad, you're going to go to this field, we're going to cut hay, or we're going to go, you know, spray, and then you came back at dark. And if you didn't come back at dark, somebody was going to go get you. Right. And if you broke down, you just found a way to fix it, right. or you started walking. Uh, so you you kind of went through that, but you become very hands-on, knowledgeable experience. So you learn how electricity works, how fluid flows, and all that stuff. So once you started adding the math to it, and I enjoyed it, it came really naturally easy to me, and I enjoyed doing it. So it made sense. And it got me out of the hot sun, because I tell you what, one thing. <laughs> what, by the time I got done with my senior year, I'm like, well, uh, like that whole military was going to be number one, because I'm like, I'm not doing this shit the rest of my life. This is... It was not that much fun.
0: So y'all were y'all were just farmers? Y'all didn't have like a dairy farm or anything like that? Because that's, that's another level of suck that I've come to realize.
2: Yeah, no, we had horses. We had some cattle, but yeah. um, we mainly sharecropped on a, on a local farm. Yeah. Do you get pissed at people that
0: don't pick things up quickly? Because Jeff is that way. Like with math, if he's explaining something and it's not just appearing in somebody else's head, he's just like, what the fuck?
1: He kind of yeah. short circuits a little bit. Dumb people bother me.
2: Yeah, well, so there, here's the weird thing. My kids, I am so short with for yeah. no reason. Yeah, But too. if you give me somebody else, yeah. I could sit down with them, go through it nice and slow, and I don't have any problem teaching them. <laughs> but my kids, it's like, I don't understand how you don't know this or pick it up. <laughs> and then you, if you sit back and think about it, I'm like, well, of why, course. Why would they know? Yeah, why would you know that?
1: I got frustrated with Michelle yesterday morning, this morning, talking to me about this stuff going on with the who taking over our country and all this stuff. And I'm like, Michelle, we're not letting the who come in here and run our country. They're taking vote. It's not going to happen. I'm telling you. And it just kept going on. I'm like, God, it's not going to happen. You know, and, and things like that with common sense, warming out. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying they're not gonna have something to do with some of our medicines. I don't know, but the who in the United nations is not coming up. This is the wrong fucking country to try to pull that shit in. It ain't going to work. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's some places you might get by with that shit. But when the UN starts driving down the road with guns, with guys with guns, and people down here got more guns, that shit is not going to last very long. And shit like that wears me out. Just the conversation. I'm like, God, Almighty, I
0: just don't. Well, in numbers, like if you're trying to explain math to somebody. that
1: where, That really wears me out because it's real simple. Well, it's very simple.
2: They have common core math now. I don't know if you guys have that. Oh, Jesus.
1: I don't even know how the fuck they explain that to people.
2: Oh, I don't know. Well, luckily, I live in a tiny little farming community, so like we there's that system, and then the teacher's like, well, if you want to teach your kids whatever way, as long as it's the right answer, I'm like, well, that's perfect, because we are, <laughs> fuck that, get that out of yeah. here. We're just going to teach you how to do math.
1: 39 and 26 is 65, any way you want to do it. I don't give a shit if you yeah. do it. It's just like college, right? College,
2: you had an answer or a question, Mm -hmm. and you got an answer. You showed your work. And as long as you didn't like basically guess, that's a right answer. Yeah. So just figure it out.
0: I don't even know how they came up with Common Core to begin with and thought that, oh, this is going to be way easier than the way we were doing it. Let's add multiply to subtract. That's the way to
2: do it. Oh, yeah. Well, and especially you're going backwards from what everybody already knows so you mm-hmm. had to teach the teachers the right. parents don't know yeah I mean who came up with this and then they blindly roll it out this is what we have to do
1: and mm-hmm. it's racist to do math the regular way oh yes. Yes. I, mean, I have never seen <laughs> the color racist, on math no. on math ever it's it's basic for everybody yep but someone that understands grammar like my wife she has a hard time with you with it drives her crazy all the time she corrects me on my writing if I write like I write an article or a column in a magazine or something. She's constantly, Jeff, how do you not know this? I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get where, were and where, there, and there, and there, and two, and two. It, I just, just in the last couple of years, absolutely finally understood what where and were meant. I mean, I would all the time get them backwards, and I didn't give a shit. And that's what really drove her nuts. I'm like, they're smart enough. They can figure it out. Yeah. No, you need to. You're writing the thing. And do and you not know what a comma is? Well, I know what it is. I just don't know where to put it at. Because when I was in high school, I had a black lady for a teacher for three years. No, four years. And she was funny as shit. Her name was Miss Wilson. And she made me laugh all the time. She would hit people all the time. She called them Ugg, Mug, and Slug. And she made fun (laughs) of people. Well, fuck, I took her for four years because I liked her. I got an A in citizenship. The only time in school I ever got an A in conduct or citizenship because I was an American, she used to say. So you get an A, (laughs) Jeff. There you go. But I got that because I liked her and she was funny. problem was I didn't learn a fucking thing in that class. Yeah. But, but I got a B in class and an A in citizenship. And that's all I cared about. And I've paid for it ever since. And I wish now I'd went back and taken Miss Merrill, who was a really good English teacher, and learned. So and
0: you got to pick your teacher?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going with the black lady. Uh, she was funny. She, make, <laughs> she, she, she did. make me giggle. I got her the first year by accident. I walked in there, and she goes, In am freshman. She goes, Okay, ugh, mug, and slug. That's why she would talk to you. And mm-hmm. she make fun of people. Had a black kid in classes. I felt sorry for the black kids in her class because she was really hard on, them. hard on them. This kid named Melvin Latchett. I'll never forget Melvin. Melvin was late for class. And she went to church with Melvin's grandma and mom. I don't know Melvin ever went to college or to church. Anyways, Melvin come in late. and He's kind of looking for her. And she hid behind the door. And he turned around. And she hid his ass in the fucking gut. <laughs> Like Mike Tyson. She lit really? his ass. Oh, yeah. And she had these big old fucking rings, and she used to slap you on the back of the head with them if you were talking. and She wouldn't. She knocked shit out of you. But she did. She knocked him right in his gut. It's Boy. hard to learn
0: commas and apostrophes when you're fucking afraid for your life. You're ducking
1: and dodging every day. And she didn't care if you fought in class. She don't get blood on the linoleum. She used to say that all the time. But that was the kind of. But everybody. She was funny. But I made a big mistake by taking her. Uh, and, that, and that's why, but Michelle gets as frustrated with me over grammar as I do with her over a lot of things, <laughs> common sense shit.
0: So what were you doing with Honda? Sureki told me you were, you were like souping up, you were turbocharging these, uh, these um, snowmobiles.
2: Yeah. So when I got into college uh, and you could sign up for these different uh, extracurricular activities mm-hmm. and one of them, they call it clean snowmobile. So at the time this would have been early 2000, like, oh one oh two everything was two strokes right two strokes are evil for the environment they're ruining the world we're all going to die in five years right and we see how that worked out so they said okay uh the program was to build a sled you had a budget and then you had to go race it to prove out fuel economy emissions and then performance because you can't give up performance and we ended up gutting um i think it was a polaris indy 500 anyway we put a Honda 400 EX motor in it and then turbocharged it and got to work with Honda engineers on fuel mapping. And yeah. How I mean, do you
0: turbocharge something that, that's, I, I'm not mechanically inclined. So what does this entail?
2: Yeah. So it's just a, it's kind of like a pump. So you're going to take your exhaust that's coming out, uh, just like it comes out of your truck. It comes in, spins a turbine and that, that turbine's hooked up to your intake and your intake fan is blowing faster or creating more pressure than what your exhaust is. So as you add more air to your fuel or to the intake, you can add more fuel. And if you get more air and fuel, you get more horsepower.
0: Did you know this before this? Or is it like, did you tinker on cars in high school and like you had the fucking loudest, baddest?
2: No, because I was poor. So I just, oh, yeah. I, I worked on it to keep it running. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I had a good, I I had a general understanding. That's the thing going from just a farm to engineering school was like I had an idea of like well if I do this then this happens Uh and then in school you learn well this there's an actual calculation so you can determine exactly what this needs to be and we would learn that and and that's the thing for the clean snowmobile it was freshman through senior so I didn't have the course I I had no fucking idea Mm -hmm. but the seniors knew and they knew how to get it figured out So we could all collectively work together. Like you start out as slave labor and then you work your way up.
0: Mm -hmm. And then did Honda take any of y'all's ideas that y'all worked on then and, and apply it to what they have on the line now?
2: I don't know that they did. I mean, there are certain programs that we worked on that are, I mean, out there now, like there's um, electric vehicles. So that's Mm -hmm. the, the gas motor that uh, runs a generator and charges batteries and runs. We had one of those way back then and that's in full production now but i don't think honda took anything out of that uh maybe the turbocharged 400 i I didn't i've not followed their off-road motorsports stuff why did they say
0: the two-stroke was bad for the environment
2: it's because you're you have to add oil into it that's what lubricates the the engine so it doesn't overheat doesn't have crankcase motor oil right Uh, and you combust that in the combustion process so that goes straight into, into the environment but the four-stroke's so, better? Yeah, because you're just burning gas, and it's got oil in the crankcase. So, uh, like,
1: when you use your car, you're not burning oil into that atmosphere, correct. just gas fumes. Yeah,
2: I don't know. You go far enough west Texas, you'll find that.
1: Yeah, no, no shit. shit. You just find well, some heel jack well, shit. When I was a kid growing up, you could buy regular gas was what everybody bought. Nobody yeah. ran unleaded. Now, everybody unleaded's the bottom, the cheap one. You know, that's me. I always push the button on the cheap one. But there was ethyl also. Do you even remember that?
2: No. Well, I'm trying to think which—because we went from leaded to unleaded, and there uh, is—I'm trying to remember what the chemical name is for because that was for lubricity in it. But uh, when we had carbs step in in 1977, that's when catalytic converters came out, and then leaded gasoline plugged uh, catalytic converters. So then they had to go to this unleaded mix. So really, all you have now is uh, either ethanol-based fuel, so something that comes out of corn, or just traditional hydrocarbon.
1: Was, they sold ethyl, they sold regular, and they sold unleaded. Nobody bought unleaded. you know. Everybody bought regular. $0.39 cents a gallon growing yep. up. Re- <laughs> unleaded was $0.49 cents a gallon. Or something. I saw Wyman got a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was fixing to talk <laughs> about that. Stolen. Yeah, Wyman was in Denton. One,
0: one of our guests, he was spending the night in Denton. And woke up the next, or woke up to
1: them stealing it, didn't he? No, no, no. He got up at five, and went to start his truck. <laughs> went inside and finally talked to him, into showing him the film. And someone had been there between three and four o'clock, right before he woke up. You know, Terry Utley, the same thing happened to him. Really? He was at Houston in a stock show Went and started his truck up. He's like, had the damnedest noise, couldn't figure out what it was. <laughs> and you know what's Talk bad? Wyman said it took ten minutes for him to do it. To take it off? To take his... I don't even know where... Catal- I am not mechanical at all. I know about as much about fucking women's hockey as I do catalytic converters. Zero. But he said it took 10 minutes to take it off. Or maybe three minutes. It wasn't very long. You yeah. you know, you're mechanical. How long would it take for you to take a catalytic converter off?
2: Uh, just a couple of minutes because i just take a battery-powered Sawzall and you just cut it off. If it's you come down the downpipe your exhaust mm-hmm. and between there and the tailpipe, it's in there somewhere. But you just... Cut that three-inch pipe off. It's really thin wall. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't take long at all.
1: I thought about that. I bought Michelle a news. I don't
0: uh, even know where it is. I thought it was in the motor. No, no it's, it's like on, a tailpipe. Tail
1: it's on the bottom. It's the exhaust part of the. Yeah, it exhaust. should be
2: about under your driver's yeah. seat somewhere or passenger seat somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. I, I bought
1: Michelle a new Z seventy one Tahoe, and we went to South Padre, which is right by Mexico. Mm-hmm. And that, one of the nights we were staying there, stay at the Hilton. We parked way at the end of the parking lot. The only place open. I no parked lot I said. I'm going to be a mad son of a bitch if I come out here and this fucker's in Mexico tomorrow. Or someone stole the catalytic converter. Because you think about that shit now. Before, I would have never thought. I thought about somebody stealing a vehicle. But I think I'd be almost as mad stealing the catalytic converter. At least you get know when You go buy a new vehicle. But oh, how long yeah. does it take to get a car? I'm sure they got a, it's a pain in the ass to put a new one on.
2: Oh, yeah, because they're going to have to re-weld flanges on. And it's, yeah, it's going to be a pain in the ass. And if you take it into a dealership, I guarantee they're going to say, well, we... We don't. We can't sell you this part. We're gonna have to sell you the whole yeah. exhaust system. So you're gonna be in at twelve hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, and in Knox City, you ain't getting shit done fast.
0: <laughs> it just makes it loud as <laughs> shit, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Brand new vehicle pull <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> oh, he got his Cadillac murder stolen, yeah. and
0: that's like a big deal. But someone's the what's the appeal? What are they? There's, they're scrapping it. There's some it? kind of metal inside. Is that platinum
1: yeah. that's in it? Uh,
2: uh, yeah, I don't know what the blend is anymore. But it used to be platinum, so it's a highly desirable metal. So yeah. you can take that in, and that's the thing. Junkyards are supposed to check. Oh, but no. you can find a junkyard that doesn't
1: Cletus, is, yeah. Cletus is selling you some... You're, you're, yeah. He's buying that for $200, and he's selling that platinum for $1,000 an ounce or whatever. He, but, he's not asking too many fucking questions. Yeah, well, I'm I think they're,
2: they're buying in Michigan for like 600 bucks,
1: But there's $1,000 worth of platinum in them, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. So my deal is, we need to get in the fucking Cadillac Convergence, buy them fucking new, and just take platinum out everywhere. Yeah. But, like, how? Like,
0: can you imagine that conversation? Like, oh, you found another one on the side of the road, huh? <laughs> wow. Wow.
1: Got twelve. How? Got twelve, 12 of this, them.
0: Twelve this week. You're just on a roll. Yeah. They need to weld those flanges. A the little sad bit
1: thing is, how many smart fuckers are on meth? They have <clears> to be, because <throat> oh, yeah. them fuckers can figure a way to survive, to rot their teeth out, pay for their habit, and pay for their habit, and never go to jail hardly, and ride a bike everywhere. Because in d- down here, if you see a grown man riding a fucking bike, he ain't working out for the damn Tour de France. He's a fucking meth head. <laughs> Happen, and I think it's that way everywhere. Yeah. But I'm watching that show, The Wire, and they're stealing plumbing, copper, from these plumbers. Oh. And, they says they steal, and this is in the movie. It's just a fucking show. But they steal them, and then they go sell them to another construction site. And you know that shit happens all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, Bill's billing the company for a full price deal, and he's buying it off in fucking meth heads. Because one meth head said, yeah, what happens is after they get the drywall up and they leave, we'll go in and take the drywall down, and we'll steal all that pipe and go sell it to somebody else again. Oh, and, I thought, and that shit happens in the big cities all the time. Yeah.
0: That would fucking piss me off.
1: Yeah. Could you imagine? You got
0: all the fucking drywall up, and they take the drywall down and steal your shit. Well, and you know what's your insurance? The drywall would piss me off more than my (laughs) copper mess. Yeah, exactly.
1: And what happens is we had a, uh, what happened out here? Oh, we had the bad freeze a couple of years ago. Right. So we called our insurance company because we had to replace, a ton of water lines we had to replace here. We'll replace the PVC pipe, but we're not going to replace you to take down the stuff and then fix it and do all that. They're just going to replace the pipe. That's how it worked. Oh. Well, we did it all ourselves anyways. We ended up not even doing a claim because it's going to make our damn rates go up. But it wasn't worth, you know. Oh, they would only replace the, the, that, they they wouldn't would replace replace the drywall and all no, the other stuff? No, they wouldn't do that shit. You know, now someone that works for an insurance company can say, you got fucked. Yes, we probably did. You're right. I agree with you. Anytime you deal with an insurance company, you're going to get fucked. No, you But there was... And Tony can tell you exactly what it was. Right. but Because no, when we that. first got done, I thought, fuck yeah, boy. Goddamn good job for Andy. And you stay all busy all summer. You know, we can replace all the walls. And right. Tony goes, it ain't going to work that way. They're only going to pay for to replace the plumbing work. But they're not going to replace to do any of the cosmetic work to take to replace the pipes.
0: Do you think um, as we... As Elon Musk becomes more brilliant, do you think that we'll ever move to solely electric vehicles or do you think there will always be a demand for the old gas and diesel
2: i i don't think you'll ever be able to get a hundred percent away from it i mean if you think about the efficiency well you have to gather enough lithium to make all these batteries and then plan for scrapping batteries and recover it and then we're talking just cars and trucks Mm -hmm. consumers i mean it's trucking industry rail car you you can't get a hundred percent away that's impossible
1: i ain't getting on an electric plane
2: No, me neither. So, I mean, you're never going to get 100% away from it. But you could start moving that direction. I think, could you have electric cars? It makes sense. Like any big city, you should be able to have an electric car. You're not going to drive more than 200 miles, plug it in. Right. And then that's the funny part to me is uh, I was doing a show up in North Dakota, and uh, they had somebody that was anti-coal plants because all electricity is coal fired. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the very next year, one of the uh, power plants came in, and they bought a Prius, and they had the Prius plug going up, and it was a big-ass LED sign that said coal. Because, I mean, this electricity isn't clean, so that part of the process is, but you're completely ignoring everything of how you get your power.
1: Liberals are are confusing as fuck.
0: Is there any, like, truly clean energy? Or is it always go back to like coal or taking fossils out of the? I mean, that's you know, it's basically
2: what oil is. I always point people back to basic physics, right? So you you can't create nor destroy energy. I forget which law that is, but yeah. it's you you just have what you have. That's it. It transition phases. So no, there's not going to be a permanent or or an easy thing. It's it's just a blend of like hydroelectric power, uh, sun farms, windmills, are – i think pretty stupid because the uh, the efficiency of them is fairly low but it depends we we took a good idea for a household and then tried to make it big
1: mass produce it
2: yeah because you could you could power your house with it right Right. and that makes sense that you get off the grid yeah i
1: i i had a guy come out was going to give me a quote on some on solar i thought you know what that's not michelle's into all this prepping now the world's going to end so I told her, I said, she was like, can we please just do this? I've got the money put back myself. I'll just pay for it if we can just get, you know, in case we go off the grid. So I said, fine. So I called the guy. He's gonna come out and I said, Now listen, before you come out and try to give me a big sales pitch. I'm not a sales pitch guy. If I want to buy something and it's what I want, you give me a price. If I like the price, I'm gonna buy it. Yep. You selling it to me. You're gonna talk me out of buying it more than the chances are than you've me getting me to buy it. Once I make up my mind, I'm gonna buy something. I'm usually gonna buy it. So the guy I talked to my phone and I said, listen, before you come to the house, I got a couple of questions I want to ask you. I want my house to be able to run off of power, off solar. I understand that the electric companies will buy my surplus power that I provide. Got no problem with that. My biggest issue is if we go off the grid, we have an atomic bomb, which is not going to happen, but whatever happens. They cut off. The Chinese hack into our systems, and we cut down all electricity. I want to be able to have my air conditioner and my TV and stuff. Will that still work? Well, no, not unless you buy a battery that costs $25,000.
0: Thank you store, very much. To store the electricity. Yep. I yeah.
1: said, don't waste your time. Thank you very much, sir. Because I don't care about, I don't want, my, my electric bill is 300 to $500 a month anyways. I damn sure don't want to have to pay $200 a month still and then pay $300 a month for these solar panels. It's the same damn thing. It just ain't worth it. So right?
0: what about like a generator? Could you get a, a propane generator? Because the house that I worked on, that's what they have. They got a generator. It's hooked up to a propane can like we got out here.
1: Yeah, you could do that, and but I don't think you're going to save much money on what your electric bill is.
0: I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it. Only, their generator only kicks on if the power goes off. Well,
1: that, that would work, but it's a good chance if someone hacks into our system and we don't have That's good for two or three days. Yeah. I was thinking six months down the road whenever other motherfuckers are dying in the heat, and I've got my fucking air conditioner on because I've got solar panel and I could keep my battery. I thought the solar would work enough that I could run my house all day long.
0: But it's got to have a battery. It's got to have s- a battery
1: to store it all. Yeah. And it just... Th- so there I, wouldn't be enough sunlight to
2: even run your house? You can't generate enough current off of that. So what you need to do is build up this bank, It's like an accumulator, the storage of energy to be able to power those appliances You'd have to have so many solar panels to get the right current mm-hmm. to go through to power all that. And, like, AC units are super high on amperage. Uh, microwaves are. Fridges are. Freezers. Anything that
1: we like to have <laughs> yeah. that is common. Is, it, and so it just didn't work out for I was like, ah, it ain't yeah. no sense doing it then. But that's what I was thinking. You know, if we got enough, we could put in a, we got a pretty big house. We could put solar around the whole thing on top. And we can run everything like we have now, and right. I pay them five hundred a month instead of paying five hundred a month to the electric company. Eventually, I'm gonna own it all. Then here's the kicker: after you finally pay the motherfucker off, then you got to buy another twenty five thousand dollar battery because yep. it's no good. Yep. So you're starting, you're never, you're at the same point over and over and over again. And even if I could have had it where it work out the same money, I would have, but it was not. It was gonna be more expensive. Because he told me, he said, "Yeah, I got a lady that's really pissed off that she's got her whole house is run off the grid. She's got three batteries, and yeah, you know, money's not an object. to Somebody's got a whole lot of it." Yeah, if I got millions of dollars in the bank, I gotta write you a check for sixty thousand so dollars, I don't have to rely on Uncle Sam or anybody else. Hell yeah. But yeah. that's that's not how it worked. But it's like the wind energy. <clears throat> these these windmills all over out here. If you go to the field west of a Seymour, like around Vera and Red Springs, them some bitches look like someone took a bucket of oil and poured out of them where they've leaked and stuff. And the, the, the dumbasses on the left, they can't drive down the road and see stuff like that. They don't get that even though it's wind energy we have produced something we can never ever get rid of there's them things aren't going to deteriorate you can't cut them up they're not recyclable at all are they
2: i believe that alcoa used to make those they are 100% aluminum they were i don't know if they are anymore so you could recycle those but Last I saw, they were still burying everything that they had, but it's not that clean of a. It's a hydraulic pump basically right. that creates energy, and I forget what the energy loss is, but it's there's like a twenty percent energy loss. So if you're gonna have that, why? It's why not even self-sustaining. Do it? sustaining yeah, at all. and then you got maintenance, which I'm. Listen, I love that there's jobs that are created by it. That's cool, and you got to make them, you got to service them. That's great, but at some point, you just have to use common sense and say, listen, does this. It's not working. Yeah, and it's not going to be a holistic solution either. Now, the only windmills I do like are like the little ones that you see that people put up on their house, and it, it trickles, right? So it keeps your lights on and does this other stuff. It mitigates it a little bit. I
1: saw some sailboats when we were in Cancun, I believe. Every, every, at the marina, every sailboat had one on it. Yeah. So I So, like, well, fuck yeah, if you get need some electricity, that's free energy, basically. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that for a little bit. But you gonna survive the rest of your life outside of that boat.
2: No, and people use them, like, on dog trailers, hunt tests and whatnot. So I've seen solar panels for charging, you know, for your uh, your fans and lights and whatnot. And the little wind, they're those little tiny cup ones, they'll put those on top of the trailer because you're banging down the highway doing 80 miles an hour. You might as well charge right. that battery a little bit.
3: Yeah,
1: I, I watched a show in Alaska the other day, and they were in the middle of nowhere, off the grid and stuff, and they were using Dewalt tools. Well, they had a solar bank somewhere, and they could recharge their their batteries every night they'd recharge all their batteries you know it's there's a lot of good for it solar panels i had a i had a guy running for office out here the other day was telling me he would like to see us get these big solar farms out here and i said well if i was a landowner i wouldn't want to do that he goes why i said because once you turn that over to that it's not good for anything Mm -hmm. those windmills you can still farm around them right you put solar panels on 100 acres of your land there's nothing ever going to be there forever again.
2: Yeah, well, and there's more efficient ways to do it. So if you're talking about thermal capture, there's a place in Arizona, New Mexico. It was called the Molten Salt Project. And what they would do is as the sun heated up this molten salt, it pushed it through piping and basically turned a turbine and created energy. And then when it cooled down at night, I think you needed a 30-degree temperature swing, it would move back. So it's no moving parts other than the turbine to create energy, and it just pushes back and forth. That's which going to most for, shit there. It is. And uh, I know that the Department of Energy supported it. We did some lab trials in Colorado and then rolled it out. But, like, you're putting all this time and effort into stupid solar panels, but you can't look at that one thing that works really good. Yeah. That's
1: because it's like Solyndra. Our government, when our politicians get involved, it's all a fucking saw today nancy pelosi makes two hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year she's worth 105 million dollars it's funny how that works yeah no shit you know but people i did see elon musk come out today and say he's voting republican from now on nice so if the smartest wealthiest man in the world you wait for all the tax coming from the left on him now oh yeah we're gonna be all over it but but like, like that deal that you were talking about we had a guy here that was a con artist that uh was trying to buy some land up here, and that's one what of the was, things he was wanting to do. I thought
0: he was going to do desalinate, or not um, desalinate. he was going to put a vineyard or some bullshit. And he
1: was going to do all kinds of stuff. He was going to put in wild free-range chickens and pigs and goats, and but he was wanting to buy a lake up here, and he was wanting to take it, and he had some way of doing what you kind of said, where they, they've got they got these salt water, and they put all the salt water on there, and it creates energy, and it would spin the turbines when it would heat up, and it was going to provide all this electricity, and the electricity was going to be used for I mean... The guy was was spent some time in the prison. Uh-huh. And so he had a lot of ideas. <laughs> and the sad thing is a lot of people bought into all this shit. That's sad. I mean, he he almost got a fifteen million dollar ranch out of the deal. I mean, it was it was <laughs> and it was a lot Well, to, maybe it wasn't wrong. <laughs> well, almost. But but it, it, was, it was it was it was that kind of stuff though. Yeah. But the guy was <laughs> excuse me. Bush. He was smart, but didn't use it in the right way, probably. Yeah. yeah. But he had a really interesting I listened to one of his deals in his is pretty interesting. It was really interesting. <coughs>
0: yeah. And that's the thing, like with the with the left. It's like there's no. If you looked at the poor little African kid mining <laughs> lithium, it's no better than the fucking little eagle that's caked in oil. Like it's it's all an atrocity. Oh yeah. But they're just like ah, we're going well, electric. They, I got my I got yeah. my I got my Tesla. I'm saving the world.
2: Yeah. Well, they ignore all that other stuff, and everybody's perception is from their home in L.A. or Washington State. If you go around the world and see how these other people live, like go inside an iPhone factory yeah. or go into India or Malaysia, yeah, I mean, it's it's not a pretty thing. But we just kind of – people tend to block that off, pretend like it doesn't exist.
0: When did the war on oil begin like when was it, When did the onslaught of like oh those fucking oil companies? We got to get rid of every one of them. And if you're driving a souped up car, then fuck you. And
3: yeah. I'm way really better.
2: I, it's kind of cyclical. I think the original start would have been when Rockefeller back in what was that early 1900s had mm-hmm. the when they broke up all that stuff. And then it yeah it, it kind of goes on from there. Like OPEC in the 80s, or they've been like a 70s gas crunch, 80s gas crunch. Seems about every eight to ten years we kind of hit this. This cycle of where we want to make, make these massive changes to it, because
0: and I guess when BP happened, that was well, when, when did BP BP happen? Was that 2013?
1: Shit, no, it was earlier than that. I think was it? Uh, I think it was. It was during Obama's administration, which is a fucked up years, So it may have been. It may have been 2010. Twenty. It don't matter. I mean, it happened when it happened.
0: BP uh-huh. 2010. So. Okay. Now here we are, but it's just it's just funny. Like those people never think about where the batteries
1: come from. Yeah. No, and you want to know how many Teslas are on the road? You go to the fucking left coast. Oh yeah. I'm telling you what, you get to Oregon, California, and Washington State. Them fuckers are in Washington State. I, I'm not lying <laughs> to you. I bet you twenty percent of the vehicles I saw were Teslas. Yeah. I mean, I never have. I mean, it was so much that that's it was Tesla. after You know, first it's like oh, there's a Tesla because we don't see very many of them here. Now you're starting to see more and more <clears> of them. But, man, it was every freaking other car, almost, it seemed like it was. And I saw a guy the other day coming back from Padre that was self-driving. Oh, really? He was next to me. I passed him. Of course, he was driving fucking two miles an hour over the speed limit or whatever it was. But he was just sitting there looking around, you know, dicking around. I'm like, there's no way in hell I trust You're not going to do that? No way. Shit, oh, no. I'm there's no way. Are first you, you going to buy one? I'm, first
0: chance I get. Are you going to buy one? The problem out here is, like, the battery. I mean, we're we're 75 miles from Walmart. You have so, to go for 500 miles or new ones. Yeah, but I mean, I'm an Elon Musk What if Musk the bat? What if like cuz like even with your iPhones, the battery starts to decline over the course of its life. So what's going to happen when you're like on a road trip and you're like, "Ooh,
1: fuck, I'm only getting 350 out of this bitch instead of 500." You're going to try to go buy you another battery for $15,000 or whatever it is.
2: Right. Go find yourself a supercharger station and stop there. We ain't got months. those
1: out here. We're <laughs> that, that, fucked. We yeah. will, you will see more and more of them. I saw somebody the other day was, I don't know if they had an E-car or not, but they were at like a Hilton and some fucker had parked his cattle truck out on the end of the parking lot and he parked in front of all the he fucking supercharger, char- the the super and they couldn't find the guy. He oh. like sat there for yeah he, he went off with somebody else and left his car parked there with that trailer right in front of where everybody could fucking you know. So everybody went there to stay there. Like we can't even park up. Do they do they make you pay a credit card there? Is that how does it work like a gas pump? I wonder.
2: I I would think so. I don't. I have a friend that has one in My California, time. but I, I didn't I didn't bug him about it. I would. Sh- there's got to be right. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: I parked next to one in Bozeman, Montana, and I started to pull it out. Thought, nah. well, that fucker wouldn't make more. He'd be a mad some. Oh, I used up.
2: I used one in New Jersey. Um, <laughs> I was out there, I had my old, I had old old four power stroke and uh, she does not like cold and it was cold. So (laughs) I went up to the electric vehicles and plugged my block heater in. (laughs) But didn't charge you for it? No,
1: no. So it's part of your room stay?
2: Well, I would, I would think so. I wonder how much it
1: costs to charge one up though. They're not filling my car up for me out there. No. i would a bitch about that to Hilton next time. Listen. A, A smart person
0: that I listened to said that there should be a way for the, for the tires to spin and charge
1: the battery. The guy that works here says that all the time.
2: Yeah. that but Was it Tony? It's Harry.
1: Oh. He all the time talks about that. And he's been telling me that for years. He goes, I don't understand basic physics. I ought to tell you that they can take a generator like an alternator and put on all four tires that could keep that car charged at all the time."
2: Yeah, that's not how it works, though. It's not? Why? No, because you're, you're pushing out energy to drive down the road, right? So if you were putting an alternator, it's going to have drag on it, which is what creates energy. So you're going to put... Uh, you'd have to have a 1 to 1 ratio of acceleration to drag. So that you would are. not go anywhere. So could you recover some? Sure, but then you're taxing the
1: motor. So you're telling me it's not possible to do that.
2: Well, it, you're not going to charge, right? You're going to lose electricity You'll over lose time cuz you're time. burning energy to accelerate and then you add you add uh, restriction to it. You're adding a drag onto it.
1: So it um, all right, I still do. I'm still confused by my. You're not you're mind. not going
0: to replace what you're. No, losing. I, I
1: I understand. Yeah. It takes that part. energy to go forward. No, I understand what he's telling me, but in he, my mind, I'm just thinking, well, shit. It seems like you could, you would create more energy, but I, I understand what you're saying. You're you're going to create less energy than you're going to lose. So over the long term, you're going to lose something.
2: Yeah, and they already have regenerative braking already built into it. So like when you let off the gas pedal, it's it's in. Energizing those alternators to kick on and charge a battery, some and even that it does help some, sure, but it's right. kind of pissing miles. in the wind. Yeah, right. Right.
1: I've always, I've always said if if the left really cared about our the economy and or and not the economy but the the environment, like they say, you'd see wind farms up and down along the coast where all the wealthy people live, everywhere, off every coastline, yeah. and you don't see them. My dad used to always <laughs> he talked about this all the time. He said the most the 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 greatest amount of energy in the world is an ocean and there's there's that's free debatable i think you'd say and they got tide comes in tide to go out he goes there ought to be a way they can harness that to build energy yeah that's when
2: tree huggers get involved though and they get all angry about it because i i do think there's a yeah the liquid force that's in the ocean especially with high tides and they're just pure waves uh but then people are like well you're gonna you're gonna somehow impact this kelp right or something mm-hmm. stupid like yeah. minnows they're going to get all butt hurt about that but it, that's the thing is we're not trying to do it all with a broad stroke i'm not saying every beach in the entire world needs to have this machine it's like well put it over there where nobody goes right what's the harm in that
0: where nobody can swim because i see plenty of pictures where the fucking waves are just bashing on the shores over like ireland or some shit nobody's swimming there yeah why no, not do that? you'll
1: don't. pick on ireland we got alaska there you go nobody's up in alaska kodiak island Yeah,
0: nobody's swimming in that fucking ocean. Right. So, but how would you get the energy to here? That's the question, Jeff. The whole
1: country's in a grid right now. Yeah. From one end of it to another end of it. Yeah. Everything's connected. If they want, I have had this argument a million times. I think what we need to do is find a way to get into the Missouri River and take some of that water out of the Missouri and the Yellowstone that go across the top of North Dakota and pipeline into the Texas Panhandle, eastern Colorado, New Mexico and build canal system we could produce so much groceries that way every year and there's a ton of that water that's getting in the mississippi river that goes right into the ocean yeah my mic just went way up or something did you hit something yeah, I'm
0: trying to kill
3: that.
1: i was trying to kill that no, fly my mic went way up but i really believe that that there's a way that, that that's something we could do i don't understand desalination plants build them in san diego and put that water into the arizona desert
2: No, yeah, i mean there's no reason you can't do it it's just time and money
1: we just sent how much money we send to ukraine well that's a whole lot of things to help those people
2: it's the american government way right we want to go help everybody else but we can't help ourselves and that's uh yeah i don't know why you can't take that money for the amount of money that we've thrown at ukraine you can already have that done by now that's
1: right and and create jobs yep well we don't have jobs and we want everybody to be on the people in america i think this this ukraine deal is gonna bite them in the ass yeah the media keeps popping oh it's ukraine if you're against ukraine bullshit on that deal i tell you, I'm gonna change something. I'm gonna talk politics for a minute because this is interesting. Today, Jim Jordan asked a Democratic congressman, "Do you think men can get pregnant?" Guess what the Democrat said? Yes. Yes, he did. It's all over Twitter and stuff today. And a lady said the same thing today because they're talking about this. You know, there's a difference between a man and a woman. No, no, no. The dumb old fucker was sixty-something years old. I guess he's never seen a pussy in his life. Wow. A man cannot have a fucking baby. No. Nope. You can cut, snip, do whatever you want to, but he cannot have a baby. Can by their standards. Which standard? Jeff. If she's born... Then I um, saw a picture that, today of the, two girls, hold on, that had their fucking breasts removed. Lesbian girls. They want to be men, so they had their fucking tits lopped off. One of them might have some buyer's remorse later on down the world when she said she likes dick.
0: Yeah. The term man and woman, it's made up,
1: dude. Yeah. It's made up, by, man. By God, Adam and Eve was a man and a woman. But the, if you look
0: at it, the term man and woman, it's, it's subject to debate. You could debate that. How? You cannot debate XX and XY. I, I'm telling 100%. you. 100%. we are arguing them the wrong way. If we would just say an XY person cannot have babies, that's... You can't debate that. Oh, I'm sure
2: they'd find a way
3: to.
1: Did you see Big Mike come out yesterday? And she no. made a tweet that said something about, she said, she spelt woman, W-O-M-X-N. First of all, I don't even know why she's relevant. She was fucking the president's husband, wife, whatever she is. I don't know. But there's no sense in that stuff. No. But, but yeah, come out a Democrat said, yes, a man can have a baby.
0: We're fighting them the wrong way. Just go. Well, yeah, sh- we
1: shouldn't fight them. We should just slap the shit out of the guys. Yeah, exactly. Say, what the fuck are you thinking? Go I mean, straight biology, XXXY. Yeah. Does your wife, did you and your wife have children? You did. Does she have a vagina? Yes. Yeah, because she's a woman, you know? You know?
2: This is like the basic math thing to me. Like, yes. I can't even right. comprehend, like, how you can have this conversation. I'm the same way. That's a man. That, and you yeah. can call him whatever you want. You know, man, woman, XXXY. But it's. Straight up math in my mind, like it's it's yeah. just how it is. Ones Simple an innie, biology. ones an outie. Exactly. they fit
1: together. Yep, and and and, and, and you put them together, yep. and generally make a baby. If you're pole fighting, you're not going to have a baby. Yep. If you're two inies and you're rubbing on each other, you ain't going to get pregnant either. So don't, don't worry about it. Is what they call and it, and I don't even give two Scissoring, shits who you yeah. sleep with. I could care less. Oh yeah. yeah. If you want to sleep with a man, if you're a man and you want another man, hey, if you like hairy asses, go for it. I don't care. Yeah. You know, I'm a lesbian. I understand why a woman likes a woman, but I do not understand. Uh, yes, a man can have a baby. No, that's not a man. You know, right. Well, the Supreme Court justice that we got is,
0: you know, I can't define what a woman is at this at this particular. She
1: time. could, if you got her off somewhere by yourself and she had a couple of glasses of vino in her, she'd say the same thing. She's like, "I just wanted that job." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all it was. I'm telling them what they want to hear me. The Which, same-
0: like, do you blame her? Like, I, you know, you lie at job interviews. Like, oh yeah, fuck yeah.
1: I hadn't had job interview in thirty years, but no, I'd I know, lie. But I lie. <laughs> you
0: lie to get the job. <laughs> yeah,
1: hell yeah. If you it's would a job
0: be. you've worked your entire life for. And you're at the fucking home stretch and you can see the finish line and you're like I don't know what the fuck a woman is. Yeah. I got the job? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, have perfect. you ever been
1: late to work, sir? No, sir. Will you ever. always be on time and have a good attitude. Yes, sir. Walk out there. Fuck him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there
0: was a there was a job interview that was given to somebody that we know and they gave him like the layup question like uh do you you know what what don't you like or what flaws do you see yourself having? That's a layup, because you should be like, well, you know, I care too much about work, and I take work home with me, and something like that. Not that answer they gave. Guy said, he sat there a minute. I don't think I have anything wrong with me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're unemployed right now, (laughs) so you must have some problems.
0: (laughs) That's such an easy question. I don't have
1: any flaws. I don't have any flaws is what
0: he, to, is what he tells the guy. Did not get the job.
2: Yeah, at least you, make one up. You've had four jobs at in least. the last
1: six months. Why don't well, you got to have some kind of flaw? Yeah, yeah
0: at least oh, I take my work home with me. I care too much about the people that I work with. Like something fucking. That I'm makes, just
1: too good at my job. I'm, I'm just, just,
0: yeah, I'm too good at it. Yeah, but no, I, I'm too good of a human being. I do not have any flaws. But, um, yeah, fuck yeah. You lie on that job interview. But, um
1: but that's the world we live in today with these people. And and it's it's just like if you went to Washington, D.C. and you had all them people in the room, senators and congressmen, and they were comfortable and knew you wasn't an agency and they talk talking like They all think the same fucking way. They're like, them fucking people are dumb fucks right there. We're fixing to fuck their gills out. We're going to give, hey, let's give let's give Ukraine another billion dollars and they're going to kick back 100000 of my contributions. And my brother-in-law, billion. Ted, he got another DWI, that dumb bastard. I'm going to have to help my, my sister out. Because that's what they do. Yeah. But they just keep printing the money and shit. And fucking people... Dumb. We were fucking stupid. So you recently went to North Dakota
0: oh, to, yeah. to look for the bird flu?
2: Yeah, I didn't go there to uh, You were look there for it. and I, yeah, I was there for work driving around. I spent a whole week out there going all over the state and with the I don't trust anything you see on social media right. or the news. It's all bullshit. So, but you kept on hearing the stuff about the bird flu. So I see all the ducks uh, that are around my area. I'm like, well, I'm seeing shit around here. But it's Michigan, right? It's not the Mecca for ducks. Right. So I'm like, well, North Dakota, though, everything's moving back north. And uh, When did you go? It would have been two weeks
1: ago. Okay. Yeah. So did you find some? First part of May? No. Now, I've got some friends that live there, and they said they did find a bunch.
2: I'm sure that there are some. I found two massive snow goose feeds not a want nothing in it scanned i spent 45 minutes the binoculars scanning i'm just trying to find one that looks drunk and kind of bouncing around right nothing and uh there is a shit pile of pintail and uh did you shovelers. see any
1: hens yeah you saw some pintail hens yeah. so they do exist they do okay it's like I, a 10
2: to 1 ratio it's like my college <laughs> but. that's
1: what's wrong with the hens they've been fucked to
2: death
3: yeah you
1: know there's none left yeah so you don't, so you
0: think that it's, it, it, do you think that it's largely made up or do you think that maybe the snows are just too far into Canada that maybe you didn't catch it at the right time?
2: I think what happened is, cause it, it's a real thing. The bird flu is a real sure. thing, it, but it comes out of poultry, right? And we're taking it to wild animals. Wild animals are finding ways to die. I mean, so I think if you had it, you probably saw it in Arkansas, Missouri, where you had the large concentrations of birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as you start to go further north and they string out they're not that dense i mean a a big feed that was probably ten thousand birds on a single single feed it's just your likelihood comes down also it works itself out kind of like darwinism if it's sick it dies and then it doesn't reproduce other stuff eats it so i don't think it's as bad it it seems like it all rolled out it was going to have this big impact to duck hunting right we're going to see this big impact it's not going to happen there's so many other factors in play that are way more important.
3: Yeah,
1: I, I think mean, it's a byproduct the duck hunting side of it because we look at things different. The average Joe don't give two shits if there's a pintail or mallard or what flying down the flyway. They don't. Yeah, that's duck hunters that do. That's why DU so big. Mm-hmm. But the poultry farms and shit—that's what everybody's worried about. Yeah, and there's you know there's a big going on a big thing going on right now with all of our food that they say is getting sabotaged. Yeah. And there's been a lot of things, you know, like plane flying into a food processing plant. First of all, how much money are you going to pay some dumbass pilot to fly into a fucking Hormel chili place? I mean, you got to really, really be in some big trouble, you know. You know, it's not like you owe $10,000 to the bank. They're like, listen, bud, I want you to kamikaze into that fucking Hormel place, and I want you to knock out all the chili so nobody can have chili. And do it, and so I'm there's gonna, about
0: to be a chili shortage, or or I'm you're pay just making I'm making
1: Hormel up, but it, but you can look. There's a list of all these factories, and one of them was a plane flew into it. I'm thinking seriously. You think people are paying this kamikaze to fly into a fucking food plant? I mean, there's tons of pla- tons of food places that have been that are, that are shut down, just like the baby formula deal. Oh yeah. If it was that big a problem to the people in pol- the politicians, they would have had that thing running up quick. Donald Trump would have had that fucker going the first day. Oh yeah. The FDA kept people are going without. I don't have a baby, but that would be so frustrating to me to my baby be hungry and not be able to get something that you could go down and buy any anytime.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's a the struggle I have is if you look at what, what do you care about as a society, right? Yeah. People are more worried about this other bullshit about are you a he or a she? How right. about fucking baby formula? Like, that should get moved up to the top of the list, energy at the top of the list. But... We're too busy worrying about shit that really doesn't matter that much. No, like, baby
1: formula should be number one.
2: Exactly. And
1: they asked Joe Biden yesterday about it, and he ignored it and walked off. He doesn't off even know him, what it is, probably. That's, that's exactly right. <laughs> he don't know what the fuck he's doing. He showed up in Buffalo and did a speech yesterday, and there were 60 people there. The president of the United States is in your neighborhood. In Knox City, we could pull 60 people up, and we don't have 900 people in the whole town. But 60 of them would show up to see that dumbass talk. I'd be there just to see if he's fucking really alive.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. probably everybody that voted for him.
1: Yeah, truly. all 60 of them. Yeah. yeah.
0: Tyson, you got Tyson's meat, you got,
1: uh... There's tons of shit that's going on. It's just weird. Now, does that happen all the time and we just don't notice it? Right. I I mean, they've had food recalls since I was a kid.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. With any good conspiracy, there's like 42% truth. And then, like, the rest is just
1: like, uh, we'll we'll embellish a little bit. When you go in a store and you see that shelves... Are not like they used to be you really notice it and when you talk to people at a grocery store and they're like you know but we've went to united lately which is a grocery store we choose free plug for you um market street and they've had basically everything i've needed i don't go down the baby aisle though general
0: mills had one in georgia just fucking flew right into it. And yeah. An
1: unidentified plane yeah, crash within months. Unidentified. We know every fucking plane that flies. Yeah. If, a, if someone crashes out in our fucking field, the FAA can tell you in 10 minutes who it is, where they came from, and the flight log. Not but it's unidentified. One. That's that's the shit that, you know, people, that's at Q people. Yeah. There wouldn't be a Q if there weren't a bunch of fucked up shit going on.
2: Yeah. I'm not saying they're 100% right, but I will say they're not 100% wrong. No.
1: Right. Everything there's, Trump there's has fuckery. told us is going to happen has pretty much went right by his book. Oh, yeah.
0: I saw uh, Trump Jr. tweet it, or not, he didn't tweet, it was on his Instagram, I guess, but it was a baby, 1923 is what it said, and like the baby is underneath a goat's udder, I guess goat milk and human milk is pretty close, but the baby was like sucking from a goat because there was no there was no milk, so, but at least we get our fucking pronouns right, Yeah. You know, God yeah. forbid that we call a he or she, I'll see if I can pull it up, I can put it on the big screen right there, Um, but it's just... What a time to be alive right now. Yeah, I'll tell you. So, um, we had, uh, not too long ago, let me see, I thought, of, oh, there it is right there. Um, here we go. It's there on the big screen. That's what Trump, that's what Trump Jr., they'll probably have flying cars by 2023. People in 2023. Eh, not not mm-hmm. quite. Yeah. We tried, but we don't have any... We don't have any formula, but we had a biologist on not too long ago, and he said that as the birds get to their nesting ground, they'll spread out more, and then the bird flu will hopefully die out. So hopefully that's what we've we've seen. Can
1: you get Instagram on there? I just pulled it up. Look up Lisa Booth. And she's gonna. I want this fucking representative Dan Bishop, wherever the fuck he's from. He's at, where are we betting this guy's from? Who am I looking at? Lisa Booth. Lisa Booth, and she's got it. Greg Price is the uh, blue check that's got this on there, and fucking the one that the Democratic abortion. Do you believe men can come pregnant and have abortions? And he said yes. What state do you think he's from? I don't have a clue. Let's take a lucky guess. I'll go New York. New York, Andy. Twitter, I'm sorry. Um, I'm gonna guess Colorado.
0: I will say Washington State. Okay, or, or no Oregon.
1: I'm going Oregon. Look him up. Pull it up on Twitter. Twitter? Yeah. All right. Do you believe men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. That's some bitch never got laid when he was in high school no or college. I'm yeah. telling you, there's no way. I mean, there. how can you go home and face your family like that? Boy, they're making fun of his ass at Thanksgiving. Somebody else <laughs> <laughs> Check out old dumbass Dan over there. <laughs> he thinks you can get abortion if you got a pecker.
0: So I'm looking up Lisa Booth or I'm looking up somebody else. Lisa Booth
1: else. or Greg Price. They both have it on there.
0: Greg Price. That's one thing. Um...
1: Greg's got the old blue check mark that I don't have. I see
0: Greg hmm. Rice. I don't see Greg, Greg Price. Let me see.
1: I am a huge Twitter guy, but I don't tweet much on there. I don't.
2: Yeah, I don't follow that it's the
1: only much. thing I haven't been thrown off of, though. Oh. I even got <laughs> reprimanded by Instagram the other day.
2: You do like to go into Facebook jails. All, like all the, the freaking
1: time. I've had to watch what I say. We got kicked off we YouTube. got kicked off YouTube because tomorrow. of what Jeff said. Yeah, I don't even know what I said on YouTube. What did he I say? Something factual, probably, about an election.
0: There was... Three hours ago. Yeah, it's F R A
1: U D on the last E L E C T I O N. <laughs> yeah, think fuckers can spell, so.
0: Alright, here it is. I believe that everyone can
1: identify for themselves. Um, do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. I don't believe it. I don't believe Oh, I guess I'm wrong. Excuse me, Mr. Bishop. You were the one asking the questions.
3: So,
0: they see there you. So, go. Mr. Bishop, I owe you an apology. You were, you were projecting. So, he's a Republican? I guess so. Why is he not playing? This fucking fly is about to wear me out.
1: Oh, he did say that. It was represented. Mr. Bishop, I owe you a sincere apology. And if you will call me, I will send you a cap or a shirt, okay? Or a mug or a tumbler.
0: I don't know what just happened.
1: And I do want to tell you, I'm proud of you, you know, for not calling her a stupid. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Cause i would have had a hard time i'd have laughed i couldn't help that i could have run for one of these spots i got asked a long time ago to run for a for a spot as a representative i probably would have never won and i have a lot of uh skeletons in my closet i did not want out so i wouldn't do it but i could be sitting there asking them questions and that's a shit i would ask. i'd be like are you fucking serious and they'd be like oh, mr stanfield you need to, the gentleman from texas needs to shut the hell up yeah but could you would you not have a hard time with that I'd have a hard time swallowing it. Did you go to fucking biology class? Right, (laughs) right. Did you take Miss Wilson for biology? Because I didn't learn (laughs) shit in English. Maybe she was teaching biology, too.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like, it's not a trick question. No,
1: no. (laughs) It's pretty straightforward. (laughs) Yes Yes or no. here. You know, when I was in school, this is the way things have changed. This is how pussyfied we've become as a country. I used to sit in a class called Biology. And I used to take a fucking needle. And I used to jab it in my fucking thumb or finger, and everybody else class did. And we shot blood all over these glass slides, and we looked at them under microscopes. And the whole class did it. We all shared blood and shit. I wouldn't do that.
0: Why? I, I got the worst part about do this is why I don't donate. Blood. I, I'm the
1: same as you. I don't like fucking when
0: they when the, I can do the needle in the arm, but when they go like, hey, and they prick your finger, it hurts. It
1: fucking. I'm the same way. But but you hurts. did it. Well, yeah. if, if the hot blonde with the, the cones nobody else has is, she's getting her fucking finger pricked, you're getting your finger pricked also. You're like, yeah, you want to do it, Dolly? You know, and they pop that fucker. But everybody did it. It was all glass and shit. Nobody thought nothing of it. Yeah. I don't remember seeing eBay sterilize shit either. They probably used the same bloody slides in the next class. Yeah. We all survived.
2: We just washed them off with Dawn and they're good to go. Yeah.
1: Fuck <laughs> so if we even used soap, we just probably use water. Yeah. And then we drank out of a water fountain and we probably washed them in too. They had the you will push them the nozzle and got. Well, someone would give good cold water. I don't even know if they have water fountains anymore.
2: They do. Them, our school in town, they still do.
1: Do they have them in the school at Knox City still?
2: I don't know. We went to bottles pretty heavily during COVID.
1: Pussies. Yeah. You know, little water, little blood on the glass slides. But, I mean, you never thought nothing. Can you imagine the protocol they would have to go through now?
2: Oh, man.
1: That would be breaking news. Yeah. The kids are sharing blood. Well, yeah, and after school, they share saliva. So, what's the difference?
0: Yeah. Uh, not during COVID season, I'm not.
1: So, did you invent the railgun?
0: No, you did you have
1: something to do with railgun?
2: On the railgun, uh, Brandon's. awesome. We
1: have caught you in a spot here. I yeah. can tell by his eyes. Is this some <laughs> top secret shit you're not supposed to talk about?
2: Yeah. So I mean, the, the, <laughs> the problem is when you do certain projects, you get handcuffed by I understand. NDAs and whatnot. My so son's got one of those deals, so I know. Michigan Tech was involved with. Uh, I would first say of all, hold
0: on. What is a railgun?
2: It's a gun that fires with electromagnetic force. So if you take a a magnet on both sides put a bullet in the middle it's metallic you can drive it with a electronic force to fire the magnet and it pushes it right two magnets repel you can push it down we can accelerate an object very quickly that way Mm -hmm. and that's what a railgun basically is is so it
3: it,
1: it's a death machine
0: yeah how does it work so i don't understand so you got that you got magnets on both sides yep and then the bullet goes in the middle
2: well, what you're going to do is you're going to have these, uh, It's uh, if you've ever been to a scrapyard, they have that big arm that comes down yep. and you fire with electronics and that makes it mag- mm-hmm. magnetic and then it goes away. So you're going to have that lining two sides of like a gun uh, or like a channel cup. And then you're going to have uh, some sort of magnetized, we'll say North Pole magnetized magnet in the middle that's going to be your object. And what you'll do is you'll fire these little sequences down from the start, like from uh, where you put your face on a gun all the way down to the tip of the barrel. Mm-hmm. And the faster, as you fire that one and it repels it and moves it down the barrel. Well, you can accelerate it very quickly because you're not relying on a charge or a chemical reaction. It's electricity. I mean, it's basically instant.
0: So w- what's the benefit of a rail gun? It, the velocity of the bullet is faster.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, you get a really high velocity, and you can make the object virtually whatever you want, which is beneficial. What yeah. does that mean? Well, you can have a very aerodynamic object that you're firing out uh, into the sea or wherever it's going to. Uh, which in today's today's world isn't it's not like ballistics are that bad on rifles.
0: Okay, what is uh, this? Is a rail gun? There we go.
2: Yeah,
1: looks like something you've seen the Nazis have during World War II.
0: So which which image do you want me to pull up that would help you explain? Oh, that one. That
2: one's one? fine. Yeah. So it's not a handheld top no, device. No. not like that Russian guy down there, whatever that is. So you can so see So it's on it. a ship. Yeah. Most it, of them. I believe it was started with the navy somehow. But um, yeah, there's an object that sits like in that saddle and inside of that cup on the bottom is where going to be all those electrodes and and magnetics are located. And it's just going to come flying out of there. You're going to you're going to get a much higher like muzzle velocity than what you would with a like a cartridge or anything. How,
1: how big a cartridge is that thing shooting? Projectile. Or projectile. Is the uh,
2: theoretically, yes. Probably like three hundred millimeter would be a good dimension.
1: So uh, that thank you. Yeah. Millimeters and shit. I didn't yeah. know he was talking like big as a fucking football or as yeah. the ship or what. And
2: you can go as big as you want. Uh, I mean, that's a nice part with a railgun is you can scaling. It's not a problem. So
1: three hundred millimeters. Yeah. And it's going to be shooting at some bitch hypersonic. Yeah. How mean, I just saw, we just have a new a new missile that we're shooting at hypersonic that we know about, which means it's been around for 30 years. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, we got something else we're doing. We're shooting UFOs out of the ass or some shit, but men can have babies now, so it's cool. What? <laughs> how, uh, that, that gun, how, how fast are we shooting? What's hypersonic? Oh. Five times the speed of sound?
2: It's going to be at least time and a half past the speed of sound. I don't know what the current technologies are because this is all pretty dated, but it was past the speed of sound. Um, yeah, I, the way it's advanced today with current technology is probably way, way, way the hell up Three there. Three or
1: 4,000 miles per hour?
2: I don't know about that fast. I'm trying to think of what the speed of sound is. It's 700, of sound is. isn't it? I want to say it was 1,200. But that might be right. Maybe. So we'll say 1,500, just just for fun. Right. But um, So you don't have any propellant that goes in there. It's fairly quiet because it's just so coming 2500 out
1: 2,500 miles per hour is how fast it yeah. goes. That'd knock your dick in the dirt. That's the faster than boss. The speed
0: of sound is three hundred and forty-three meters per second. Fucking
2: very helpful.
1: Yeah, no shit. How much is that in fucking in feet America. per second or miles per hour? Oh, fuck meters. Why the fuck do we fuck everything up? Well, that's I'm telling you, right, we're right. the only one. America's
0: behind. Yeah. Like we're the only ones <laughs> that. If you look, but at we're the, entire the power. world power. Maybe everybody yeah. to
1: get off their meters and shit and get onto some yards and feet and inches. I absolutely could I don't. I'm telling speed you right of now, sound meter, is
0: seven hundred. And 67 miles per hour. I was pretty hour. close. There you go. I'm smarter yeah. than I sound.
1: Miss Wilson, she didn't teach me everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the magnets will, it'll it'll shoot it
2: out for you. Yep. Yep, just kind of speed it right out the barrel.
1: Who the fuck figures this out? The same guy who did the atom stuff and everything else that they fucking do. Yeah. Do you remember the super collider? Mm-mm. When I was a kid, that was a big thing. It was in East Texas, and I think George W. was, or George H., one of them fucking Bushes was the president then. And it was a thing they built where they split in an atom. It was called Super Collider, and it was out in East Texas, two miles where it went in a circle. Now I don't know how true this is. I've always been told this. This might be a wives' tale, and someone's going to check me on this. But I was told the guy who invented the MRI machine worked there, and he he was he on the side. He figured out that he he was he was working with magnets, and he noticed every time fucking magnets in his in his. Uh, garage. Now you got to be a real geek to have fucking magnets flying around your yard. Hope you never did this. But anyways, his TV would light up, and he went down to the the uh, Humane Society and they had a dog they'd put down and bring it in there and would put that behind it and it could sh- could show that dog on that screen. Supposedly that's the story behind the MRI machine. That's how it came around. He fucking got hit by a fucking dump truck. Oh, and died his days in a nursing home. And, his, and General Electric gave his family like $200,000 for his patent on the MRI machine, which I think is one of the greatest inventions. I say it's the greatest invention in the last 30 years. Yeah. Andy say says so. the iPhone is. Yeah. Well, I mean. We think different. This yeah. was
0: This was before, like, this was a question that was posed to me when we first started the podcast. I think that the iPhone now, five years later, I don't think it's done. I think it's hurt us. Oh, it's horrible for as a society.
1: All smartphones <clears throat> have. In large. Oh, yeah. but
0: this, it was called the superconducting super collider, or the. Um, let me see here. I can't, I can't think of collider. anything that saves more lives
1: collider. than has. An MRI machine has in the last thirty years. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 an everyday process. They learn how to make them smaller and compact, but it's a great invention. This is put back. I I've, I've got one. Everyone here's got a fucking iPhone or smartphone. Smartphone have put us back in the world. I mean, technology's killed us. Yeah. But if it wasn't for smartphones and social media right now, we wouldn't know how fucked up our government is. So maybe it's not so bad.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's double-edged sword there, right? I mean, th- that's the problem I have with social media and whatnot is it's, it's a good conduit to communicate back and forth. Yeah. But that's also the same thing. Like, what type of shit are you getting on there? Because nine times out of ten, it seems like it's all bullshit anyway. So. Well, we got
1: kicked off YouTube. And I think they need a platform for people. You know what? There's well, shit on YouTube it. that I don't want to watch, so I don't watch it. Yeah. If you don't want to listen to opinionated assholes from Knox City, don't watch our YouTube channel. Yep. You know, if you're basing your life information off of us, whew, you need to do some fucking <laughs> follow ups. And that's the thing. So
0: the superconducting super collider was in Waxahatchee, Texas. And it got scrapped in the nineteen nineteen ninety three. I think
1: Bill Clinton or Georgia W. Somebody that they didn't get funding from it, but it was a it was it was a platform to do some research. We need stuff like that. Yeah. The guy down at Boca Chica, Texas, Elon, he's doing his shit mostly private. He's paid back all the government money. He's doing a lot of good for society. I mean, there are things that he's going to develop and research and understand that we just because he has such a complex brain. And the average person, like Andy, he can't understand what's going on. To he just don't he don't get it all. I get it. But he, uh, seriously, uh, the electric car deal. I don't have a problem with someone who wants to drive an electric car. I, the no. electric Chuck. My problem is where I live at. It's not conducive to our lifestyle because I drive all the time, three hundred miles in a day, yeah. a lot. Well. I don't want to go somewhere, and if I leave my house today, I, I want to go to the casino. It's 120 miles from my house. I say, hey, you know, what? call my shut, tell my shut seven o'clock night. You know what? I'm going to go casino. I'm not tired. I'm going to sleep in in the morning. I don't have to get up early, so I'm going to call Buddy and see if he wants to go. Okay, I got to my truck and I got an eighth of a tank of gas in it. Fuck, I, I can go down there and I fill that some bitch up in five minutes, and we're on the road. Yep. I'm not going to sit around till ten or thirty or eleven o'clock at night to let my car charge up. If we drive to St. Louis when we go to Squad Fest, we're not right. flying; we're driving and we drive up there 10 hours where the fuck are we gonna stop at on the way you know and roll in missouri and stop for six hours look we're gonna be in 100 miles from where we want to go that's the kind of shit you drive all the time
2: oh yeah i drive all the time i mean hell trying to find diesel pumps can be a pain in the ass sometimes so i can't imagine when they talk about bringing the infrastructure around to the point where you can have it we could get there eventually and that's cool if it does but you can't press that onto people and say oh why aren't you doing it well like, I literally can't do it. It's just, what about guys hauling cattle to stockyard? Yeah. You're going to do that? I mean, even if you built a truck that's fully capable of doing it, you can't. The no mother right? right? going
1: to make fun of you anyways. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But time-wise, how many times in a day? Because I drive a lot. Me and me, fuck, I drove home from fucking Cleveland one day. One day. I drive. I don't mind going. Yep. I probably filled up three times on that trip. How many times have you filled up more than once in a day going somewhere? Uh, lots, lots. <laughs> yeah, Lots. Do you got six hours to stop and fill up your fucking drink? No, we stopped and we went to um, North Dakota hunting a couple of years ago, and we stopped in Garden City, Kansas, outside. And I stopped at a little pay pump, middle of nowhere, Western Kansas, about like stopping in Knox City would be to someone. And I got yeah, there wasn't nowhere to fucking stay if we'd had to stay up there for six hours. Now nope. this says
0: twenty minutes for fifty percent, forty minutes for eighty percent, seventy five minutes for a hundred percent. If you got a restaurant to go into to eat, you it's can not do Not a it. bad deal, but. but- if you're, like you said, the, you, you have to pay attention to
1: the impromptu trip is gone. Yeah. All I, of a and sudden. And I'm an impromptu guy. Right. I've many times, me and Michelle are sitting at one o'clock on a Sunday and let's, let's go to Papa Do's and eat. And we go to Fort Worth to eat lunch or dinner that night or whatever it is. Fuck. Can't do it. Oh, God Car's not charged. I up. need an hour. Fuck. Yeah. You know? But
0: hold on, mom takes a minute to get ready. Two and a so, half hours, so we'd have time. We fill so up twice. Got, <laughs> we're going. Start getting ready. I'll go charge the car. Yeah, I'll meet you back
1: here. And and, and I'm sure you would get in a habit then if you charge your car every night, right? You know, it just it's
0: well, it, you got to have the super. You got to have the charger in your house. No? Well, I would
1: have one if I had one. Yeah, there's definitely. no there's no reason not to. Yeah, but it, it it's not conducive travel. Plus, they go 400 miles on one S- fill up. That's load. that's five hours at 80 miles an hour. I, I fit in that time frame. Sometimes it's about four and a half hours. You now, know?
0: I'm also looking at the pickup because if I got one. That's what I would have to. I like the get. truck. I, I was
1: going to stop, up. and I looked for Elon when we was there, and I missed him by four days because he was there the other day with the president of Indonesia looking around talking about getting some kind of rocks they're going to crush. That um, smart bastard, you know what he's wanting to do now? Mm-hmm. You're probably in on the inside since you got that. 500 high, high, miles. High government clearance. He's found a rock in the ocean that they can melt to make the skins for those jet, those rockets. Really? Fucker is just, I mean, somebody else he's a rock. Christopher Columbus, he didn't think about doing that shit, but fucking Elon Musk did.
0: Musk now says that 621 miles of range is capable for the
1: Tesla Semi. See that's uh, not a, that's not even enough for them guys. No, no. but
2: I, if you're gonna push an electric vehicle, that would be the route to go. You yes, know, replace semis with electricity. Rather, I mean, everybody's life is just so different. It's hard to get something that covers all that. But you get a truck driver, you know, he's gonna burn out 1,200 miles in a day. Mm-hmm. So make an electric truck, and on their logbooks, right, they're gonna have to stop.
1: They can't drive 1,200 in a day. What is it? 900? Whatever they can I don't, do, they can only. They're only supposed to drive, I think, 10 hours.
2: Yeah, I know they have an hour. Whatever they're logged Seven hundred miles or something. Okay. Then. So you know that they have a fixed distance they have to go and then they have to rest. So if I were a person trying to develop it, that would be the first yes, place I go. It's a deal. fixed
0: six hundred and fifty miles is all you're get allowed you, to drive. Okay. You get a lot lizard and a supercharger exactly. at every truck stop. Well, but it's that, technically that, two superchargers. Yep, right. That's right. <laughs> but that's a perfect. That is a perfect plan
1: for someone. Yeah. And and I'm gonna have a truck driver that's going to fact check me because they can drive 14 hours a day or whatever. No, it it's is. 11. They 11, can drive 11. 11. 11 hour
0: driving shift. This amounts to 600 605 to 650 miles per day.
1: I drive slower than I do too. Yeah,
0: they can. You can't fucking get a semi that's going eighty. Fuck, I've seen a lot of them motherfuckers. Get got a high shot driver out of to. Houston. I got
1: passed the other day between San Antonio and El Paso, and the fucker was going. I was going ninety, and he passed me like I stand standing still. No, fuck yeah, he did. Oh yeah, I was worried about riding him him The fucker on the edge. No, Ride like, him up, fuck no. I was like, mm, there's me a front door the other day. <laughs> yeah. I was driving. <laughs> I,
0: we went somewhere, and I it was a two lane highway, and I pull out. And this trucker, he's way down there. I pull, I pull out safely. I'm fine. But there was a slow driver in the right lane, like driving like 60. So I'm getting up speed. So I'm probably going 60, 62. But I'm passing this guy that's on the right. The trucker finally catches me. And he's like, fuck you. fuck! What the fuck are you doing? I'm like, motherfucker. I just pulled out. I'm trying to pass this guy. I'm not going to fucking you, romp on Are it. we supposed to feel sorry for you? Yeah, like an
1: old fucking lady. I'm not driving
0: like an old lady. I'm accelerating, Jeff. I'm accelerating, and I'm trying to safely pass the driver on my right. He should tap the fucking brake. It's what it's there for, dickhead.
1: He's, uh, truck driver's fuck right. You. Why? Because you pulled out in front of him. That's bullshit. I didn't pull
0: out in front of him. I was say it was safe.
1: That pisses me off too. I can't stand. And my biggest it was safe. My biggest pet peeve in the whole world is someone driving in the left fucking lane. These. I don't know who teaches these young fucking people to drive. So in the left lane. Fuck that guy. Oh, fuck that. i had (laughs) been on your ass. I'd have honked at you. I'd get right on your desk. That makes me madder than hell. Why do you drive in the left lane if you're not passing somebody? If you're going 95 and you're passing everybody, stay in the left lane. I don't care because ain't nobody passing you. I pass a lot of people, but if I see somebody coming up on me that's faster, I get over them and pass passing I can get behind him as a front door. Yep.
0: Like, how fucking hard is it for you to tap on your brake just a little them bit? Them trucks
1: don't just stop on it. Fuck him. He, he got had plenty of time. Yeah. Fuck him. He's right Hit now. on the brake just yeah. a little bit. He's on some trucker podcast talking about some dickhead in new Ford pickup driving like fucking Miss Daisy. I wasn't driving like Miss Daisy. He I was there. rode with down you a lot. There. You drive like Miss Daisy. I
0: drive 85 everywhere that I go.
1: Huh? You got you're a fucking so mouse in your pocket, you're so huh? full of shit. I'm always, Michelle's like, slow Who? Da- we got an hour down, in here? Slow down so Andy can catch up. I drive 85
0: everywhere that I go. Everywhere.
1: And so I was accelerating.
0: Good- I was trying to get past the guy that was on my right because he was driving like a slow driver. So you're telling me
1: this trucker was going 90 then? At least. You, mean, you just got onto me when I said he passed me. At least. Yeah. And I was on the road, the interstate between San Antonio and El Paso. I think the speed limit's 85 there.
0: How so- fucking hard is it for him to hit the brake? He's just being an
2: asshole. Yeah, but then you got to slow down. Then you got to mm-hmm. get back in it. Get the get the Fuck boost built back up. He was up. just being a dickhead. You know, what, what
0: he'd been? He was at, he was at the end of
1: his eleven hours and know. he needed a break.
2: I hope the fucking he needed highway. to get to his lot lizard. That's
1: I what tried. he needed to do. Yeah. Supercharge. I have that's one job I think I would have enjoyed doing. Fuck that. Driving a truck. I love, seeing, I love seeing. I love seeing America. And I love seeing the back roads and stuff. I think it'd be you fine. don't see the oh, back yeah. roads. You well, see you fucking, see interstate, but you see twenty, but but a hundred times a year. I would, I would have me a CB. I wonder if they still do a lot of CB talking and stuff back and forth. I don't know. That would be that was so cool. That would have been the best time to be a truck driver. and then CB and talk about the fuzzes up there, and you know, check out the boobs on that chick when she passed you, and yep, see smoking See that dickhead in the shit. Ford. See that dickhead in the Ford pickup driving like Miss Daisy. <laughs> Fuck him, Jeff. Yeah.
0: Fuck that motherfucker. Well, why, didn't chick- you, why didn't you flip him off and get out of the car and whip his ass in? I would have. Yeah. It was too hard for him to slow down that much. Yeah.
1: Old truck driver beat your ass.
0: That motherfucker didn't suck on his mama's titty enough to fuck with me.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. He didn't, Jeff. I got a couple buddies of mine. They're truck drivers that listen to this. They're going to fucking send me a message fuck on this. Fuck that cocksucker. I'm going to go take a horse <laughs> bath at the
0: fucking rest stop that's coming up there. <laughs> we were coming back from skiing this last year. The guy had been on the road for too long. And, like, I walk in to take a piss at, uh, where's the place in New Mexico?
1: Texline Or two? <clears throat>
0: no. <clears throat> Clayton? That might be it. But anyway. Cimarron? We, Cimarron, I think. It, no, it's not Cimarron. Um,
1: That's the only two places you go through. Did you go to Raton?
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, that was the way we came back. Um, but we walk into this place. And I, I got to take a piss. And the guy, he's, like, standing at the sink, and he's just fucking horse bath. I'm like, oh, God damn. Brushing his teeth, blowing his nose in the sink. I'm like, Jesus Christ, your fucking bathroom <laughs> habits are something else. That's what I did in the backyard every morning. I think it was Springer. Might have been right on 25.
1: Yeah, it was Springer right when you get onto the, the other road. off. Because the there, there's a,
0: there's a bunch of, like, big-time trucker places. But he's like, I didn't even <laughs> know people blew their nose in their sink.
1: No, I didn't. No. I did in the backyard, though.
0: But he was. He's fucking... Just fucking blowing shit, and I'm like, God damn, that's how COVID got started. People fucking <laughs> blowing their nose in the
1: sink. I brush my teeth and pee in the backyard. About every have you morning.
0: ever brushed your teeth at a fucking truck stop though? This guy
1: did. No, but I'm gonna tell you what. If I've drove, I've i brushed my teeth on the side of the road before though. If I've drove all night, I can't stand to not have my teeth brushed. I brush them twice a day, three. I've rubbed the plaque off them, fucker. My dentist told me I brush too hard. My dent, my toothbrush does. It looks like fucking Fred Flintstone been rubbing at some bitch. It's all beat down. Michelle makes fun of me all the time. I go through a toothbrush but every two months. Oh. but. I, I can't stand to not have my teeth brushed. So, yeah, I probably have. Not in a truck stop bathroom. <coughs> he did, no. I got a toothbrush in my fucking office in the closet in there. I got a Ziploc bag. I got crest in my toothbrush. And I brush them before dinner here all the time.
2: I can see if you if you needed to do it. I was coming back from uh, Qatar. And uh, the work camp I was in, I was there, I think, two or two and a half weeks. And there was no shower. Oh. So it's. Oof. Whatever it is in C, but 110 to 120.
1: Oh, You do not have a shire for two and a half weeks. Oh, that would drive me. Oh, that some fuck. S- One thing about you stink so bad, you don't notice everybody else stinking. Uh,
2: exactly. Well, that's the thing, though. Is So I'm on my return flight. And, oh. uh, like, it doesn't smell. like It smells a little bit, but it doesn't seem that bad. And then you get on a plane that smells good. Yeah. And you see everybody look, and I'm like, oh, like this is it's, me. it's real bad. So I land in Paris at Charles de Gaulle, and I go into the bathroom, and I just strip down. And just wash myself in the sink, get all cleaned up as clean as I can. Take have no good now. Yeah, I mean, and there's people coming in. It's businessmen coming in with nice shoes. And <laughs> here I am, buck naked, <laughs> washing up in the sink. Because I'm like, I, I can't go. It's eight and a half hours from charge to gold to Detroit. I'm like, I, I can't do this the whole way.
1: It's can not fair to me or other people. The little, little French fuckers. He ain't American. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. motherfucker, if it wasn't for my granddaddy, you're asked to be speaking German. Yeah. Poo-poo. So uh, let me ask you then, over there, what, what what's the worst food you've ever had over there? Not in Paris,
2: but no, in like Qatar? UAE
1: or yeah. Saudi. Uh, Saudi's pretty
2: bland. Any of those Muslim countries are pretty, it's just pilaf, really bland stuff. It's not bad food. How'd you just say not it? Well, pilaf?
1: Is that pilaf? Pilaf. Pilaf. I've never heard it, so they pronounce it pilaf. It's Could probably Yankee The way me, you so. say it, it might be saying the right way. I don't know. I thought it was pilaf. Could be. Like shrimp pilaf is the, the rice with some French or uh, Italian dressing yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Except it's just all plain there. Just plain ass fucking rice. (laughs) Yeah, it's
1: just, yeah. They have camel? Do they eat camel over there? No, not that I have. They just ride them. They don't eat them. Yeah. I guess that's a cloven hoofed animal or something. It's got a split hoof. So they can eat it? I thought they didn't eat cattle. They don't eat cows though, do they? It's got a split hoof. I'm asking you, this is okay, Michelle. This is the shit we do at the house. I don't understand. Is a cow, they don't eat cows. Muslims don't eat cows. They eat goats. Everything, uh, goats, yes. They goats. Yeah. Is a goat, a camel, and a, c- uh, a cow. They have different feet, I guess. Shit, I don't know. You don't know what I I've, I've heard
2: of camel toe. i never heard of goat yeah, toe. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> I've seen some girls had
1: a moose knuckle. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: in the Quran, in reports by early Muslim, forbidden fruit includes pork, carnivores, lions, tigers, wolves, dogs, uh, non-remnants, <clears throat> donkeys, horses, yep. animals that were slaughtered in the name of God, other than Allah, animals that died due, due to illness, injury, stunning, poisoning.
1: So Muslim will eat beef. They won't eat pork. That's what it is. <coughs> they will yeah. eat beef. They, they won't eat pork. And a lot of that, I think, to do with it. I, I listened to a guy talking about this one day. I'm not a great religious guy. I believe in God. Jesus died for my sins. I know that. I don't That's where, going. where it stops. But other than that, I'm, if you ask me to give you my favorite scripture, we're going to be in big trouble. <coughs> I'm going to have to do a lot of bullshitting on that deal. But it is finished. The guy told me I was. I not told me I was listening to a podcast. Pretty interesting. He was talking about this. The the pork. Said the reason a lot of those those laws were there because they didn't have refrigeration and salmonella, and that made a lot of sense to that me. It
0: makes a lot of sense. Well, and like there's some religions that don't let you eat fish. I guess it was red tide.
1: Yeah. So yeah. That, that'd be a
0: lot of this is going to sound bad. A lot of stuff.
1: Well, this is going to be bad if Andy said that.
0: <laughs> a lot of stuff that is religious knowledge is just somebody did it and people died from it like red tide or not cooking pork enough
1: men having abortions
3: Uh, or or, (laughs) I mean
0: just anything it's just we did this the village suffered so like ooh fuck God hates us so don't eat fish ever again don't cook that pork. Don't eat that pig. It's, and then, you know, you can just make your reasons after that. I, I
1: would say that it was easy to sell a line of goods to a bunch of people back then, but now we're looking like a bunch of dumbasses here. But if you look at the Salem witch trials and shit, yeah. I mean, a couple of little girls fucking ruined a bunch of whole community's lives. So when you, the food over there, you, they don't have a fucking place to take a shower. So I can't imagine that you're getting fresh food.
2: Well, it depends on where you're at. So I, I was at a refinery in the middle, and I was two and a half hours out of De Mom. So it's it's just you're in the middle of a desert. They don't have
1: no no do to take a bath. That just shocks me. Yeah, those are one of them. I thought they just stunk oh, over wow. here. All of them.
2: No, well, I mean, you could go into the city, and that, that hall had running showers and whatnot. It just depends on what. you're But you at. walked
1: around smelling like a 7-Eleven, because if oh, you go yeah. to a big city, that's what they smell like, is fucking yeah. body odor.
2: Yeah, well, that may be a little bit of a... Showering in America is way different than it is elsewhere. I mean, Yeah, in Europe, we use soap
1: and water. Yeah,
2: I mean, in Europe, it's not that popular. Or you go to a third world country. Yeah, we shower a lot. And we take Once long showers, because yeah.
1: we, we, we're, we're spoiled by our water. Just yeah. like brushing your teeth. How many people actually turn <clears> off the spigot? When they're brushing their teeth, they just let the water Think the whole about time. toilet water, right? I mean, we flush good water.
2: We shit in water that's drinkable, yes. and in countries that don't even have water, right? Water. Yeah, I mean, you go to India, there's
1: yeah, I'm mean, in the river and drinking out of it.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're drinking out of the legit shit water. in Mumbai. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, yes. It's sh- yeah,
0: Mumbai.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Shitholes. Yeah, really. When you watch James Bond and he's in them shitholes, when he's staying at the Four Seasons, everybody else is staying in the shitholes. Yeah. Shit's bad over there.
2: <laughs> really bad. Like when you're landing in uh in the Mumbai, I mean that last whatever, two minutes coming in is nothing but blue tarps and those people have no power, no money, no bathrooms, no drinking water. I mean they have no nothing. Just absolutely nothing. So th- your choice is do I go drink shit water or die? And
1: that's what they pick. Could you imagine if we'd have sent the same money there that we sent to Ukraine? Which we don't owe nobody shit anyways. That's no. what wears me out. But, yeah. I mean, you could get a whole lot more money bang for your buck down there than you are in Ukraine. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I just, that's so, because, you know, you look at kids over here, and we're fucking, the children over here are spoiled. I'm bad about it also, because my kids are spoiled. But there's kids that don't even have clean drinking water.
1: Lots. Oh, yeah. majority, Tons, of majority of the people. of the
2: world. Yeah. Yeah, China, Indonesia, any of those yeah. small. And China,
1: a country that's making everything for us. Those, they, they live one percent live great. The other, I'm gonna say half the half the people there living squalor. I I bet you it's more than that. It's it's horrible. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. And you know what's bad here? Our poor fucking kids got damn twelve hundred dollar phone. They've got never understood iPhone. that they shit. They got cable. Dude. They've yeah. got they've got yeah. a refrigerator. They got a
0: refrigerator. And if they that's not- that's the fucking ultimate flex. A long time ago, if you had a refrigerator, think about it, in the 1920s, 30s, 40s, if you had a refrigerator fuck you're shitting in high cotton yeah. everybody's got one now everybody everybody's got a flat screen tv now and now
1: if mom and daddy don't have a job the government's gonna give you a house with a refrigerator yeah and and air conditioning at reduced rates and everything else because it's it, a it's, a, it's a
0: human right yeah but that's, not not elsewhere
1: okay you're a religious guy andy you're deacon in your church i'm not you're a in charge deacon. Of, you're in charge of hiring the new preacher and writing him a check so that's pretty far up there at this point they don't even let me touch the money when I go to church, first of all, my preacher makes fun of me because I don't hardly ever go and has to use me as stand He quality. points you out. He Jeff does. Jeff
0: Stanfield's here.
1: What's the occasion? Yeah, all the time. Is it Mother's Day? This Is, this <laughs> is it is Easter? August. We have an Easter again? <laughs> so they don't even let me look at the plate when it comes by. Yeah. But you're a religious guy. I think we – yeah. Uh, we can we – okay. you're, you're a good Christian guy, a lot better than me. I'm not going to – if you're on the started, side of the road and you want to, you, I'm not going to walk across the street and save your soul. That's up to you. Andy, I'm not, Andy I'm, might help you. I no, I'm not either. Okay,
0: I I look at religion. Okay, it's very fascinating.
1: Anywhere in the Bible does it say that it's a God given right to do an abortion? I didn't think so. It wasn't a trick question. Just curious, man. You know, I keep hearing it's against my. It's a, it's a you know it's my right to have an abortion. I'm, I'm nowhere Did it you see
0: that, that it's uh, it's infringing upon? I'll see if I can find this in in just a second. It's infringing upon the rights of gay people. To what? abortions no
2: shit how's that work out it they,
0: they they can't get pregnant somebody had a list and it was i can't i'll, I'll have to find it but it said the people that are going to suffer from the overturning of roe v wade it was poor minority lbt lgbtqia plus um and then there were like three or four other bullet if they're points. true
1: gay they're not going to have kids i'll yeah. try to find it and pull
0: it up for you the but best yeah, one it said that the gay community was going to suffer.
1: The Commerce Secretary came out and said, if we do away with with uh, abortions, it's going to hurt the country's economy. <laughs> now, in our little co- co- community of Knox City, I don't know where the hell it's going to make any fucking difference at all. Right. I don't know anybody's had an abortion in our community in 10 years. I'm sure there are some. I don't know who they are. 20 years, 25. I don't know anybody that's had an abortion here. I'm sure there is somebody who has it. I don't know how it's affected my pocketbook. Yeah. You know? We're going to take $3 out of your chicken account, Jeff, because so-and-so down the street had an abortion yesterday.
0: Huh? But I want to go back. So when you went, so when you go over to this, to overseas the first time, were you pretty comfortable in, um, cause I mean, the customs are different over there. So were you kind of in your head a little bit about, well, fuck, what, am I going to do something wrong? Are they going to come after me? I'm in a Muslim country now.
2: Um, a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. It, the first time I went over was going to India, and it was a complete... I've never never stepped foot on a plane, never did anything. Hell, mm-hmm. I, I bet my furthest trip would have been from, like, Michigan to probably Canada to Ontario. <laughs> That's about it. Right. So I had zero prep work showed up. No cell phone. You just show up and figure it out. So if I offended somebody, we we're just going to have to figure it out. Oh, fuck. Um, but when I went to the Middle East the first time, I had, there was an old field service guy that had done it for 30 years, and he gave me... Here's what you need to know. You d- don't do this. Don't do this. Like Saudi in particular, in UAE you're really not getting into B- Bahrain, UAE, Qatar. Y- you can't get into too much of trouble because Americans are around. Saudi though, they uh, they're, they're kind of looking for a reason to, to take you. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's not a. That's probably the sketchiest place, which seems a little bit odd because it's not horrible per se. It's a, it's a safe area, but they're the ones that will enforce Sharia law. So you got to just mind your P's and Q's, common sense. And if somebody comes up, like I was talking to a lady programmer at the refinery and uh, the guy pulled me aside and just told me, well, you can't do that. You can't talk to a you woman. You can't talk to a woman? No. How the fuck are you supposed to communicate with like, her? Mm, write her I'm a letter? You, well, she, that's a, she's writing my fucking program. How, am right. I, how is she supposed to do what I need her to do if I can't talk to her? Fucking magic. What, so, what did he say? Well, what I had is a translator. So they had a guy that was a Muslim that worked for the Refinery, and I could tell him, and then he could go talk to her. So it had a little work she workaround. was a Muslim? Yes, yeah, so it had something to do with the requirements that I wasn't You couldn't
1: to talk know. to a Muslim woman. You know, yeah. it's funny. These people over here think we, we, we you know, free speech, freedom of religion, blah, blah. they're fighting for these fuckers that have none of that shit. Right. And, they, and they're too stupid to figure it out. I mean, the Democratic Party, they're all for the Muslim brotherhood and all that kind of stuff. They're throwing gay people off the roof. Well, I think the majority of gay people that vote, vote Democrat. You know, you have a little conflict of interest, they're going to throw your ass off a fucking building, you know? Wake up. The, uh, I, see this, I, don't, understand. I don't understand how we, J. Paul Getty is the one that built the oil field over there, right? Which one?
2: Oh, in, uh. In Saudi, Saudi Arabia. I believe you're correct. J. Paul Getty is the yeah. one that did all
1: that. Yeah. But then the Saudi government come over and took it away and done it all. then we've done business with them ever since. Yeah. I don't, I do not understand how that worked.
2: Yeah. Well, it's really it comes down to convenience. I mean, you can't really take it away um, uh, as much as we'd like to. And uh, it's r- really good crude oil. So no, we... no, I
1: understand why we're doing it. It's because money. Yeah, well, yeah. It's just amazing that they can nationalize something like that. Oh, yeah. And J. Paul Getty was a weird dude, boy. You ever seen his stuff on him, Andy? hmm He used to have to get a, 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 a shot in his pecker so he could have sex. He
0: was quite the womanizer.
1: Yeah. Could you imagine? God almighty. That's really having to make a decision. Well, that was yeah. before
2: Viagra,
0: I, I don't give
1: a shit. That's still having to make a tough decision. If I got a shot, I was going to be so, doing well, something with it. <laughs> well, He was because he had him in and out. He had fourteen wives at the same time or something. He was. I don't know if the, I'd want fourteen wives. But. No shit. But he he had. I think he had two or three different wives live with him at the same time. I watched the documentary. He's pretty interesting, dude. But to get a shot, I'm thinking, boy, she must really be hot.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the Sharia, well, the Sharia law scares me because I wouldn't know what I was fucking up. Like I'm, I'm afraid I would offend somebody and then like i'm
1: arrested you know, chop your arm off or well or
2: it, the and thing is far. you're probably not going to get into trouble because the, the, they need the, you yeah also it depends how you react to the situation right mm-hmm. if you come in and like i'm talking to that lady i'm not supposed to and they tell me i can't and i go fuck you i'm going to that'll probably get you in trouble jeff stanfield mm-hmm. would not last <laughs> long up there <laughs> but if you just roll with it and go, I, I just said oh i'm sorry I, I didn't know how can we do this and we worked it out um but in other countries like that's in Dubai it's not a big deal, Abu Dhabi it's not a big deal. You just kind of do whatever and they, they roll with it. It's very westernized.
0: Have you been to Abu Dhabi? Yep. What Many is times. that place like? Because you see I see it on Instagram and it looks pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Pretty swag. Pretty it is? fancy. Yeah. What
0: what has made is it all oil that's made that place oh, yeah. so rich? Money.
2: Yep. Yeah. It's all oil. oil. Yeah, and it's, their city is all based off engineering firms and oil companies.
1: And they went and built it's a, it's a small population base, correct? Yeah. Can't, if I'm wrong, let me know. And they went in and built all this fancy stuff to spend their money in to attract other people to come here. And that's what they've done other than the other places. Because I think Saudi Arabia, like Riyadh and a couple of them places are really pretty nice, but you get outside of it and it's pretty oh, much yeah. smaller.
2: It's just like, it's all, I always say the Middle East is an inverse of the United States. Like here, if you find an oil refinery, it's in the butthole of Oklahoma right Right. but you go over there it's probably going to be in a pretty nice area because everything thrives off of it probably when like oil refineries were started here everything's based off of it Dubai is a little bit interesting because it's not there's not a refinery there it's more of the populace kind of centered there because it works out good and once you get this collection of people with a ton of money more people tend to go there and it's local I mean you can fly from like Dubai to Basically, anywhere in the Middle East, it's got to be a three-hour flight, probably, mm-hmm. and go anywhere you want. So, it's a really nice, localized
1: place. It's funny what you said about the—you're right about it. in America, the most of the refineries are in sure. shittier places. It's kind of like the sewer plant. If they got a sewer plant in your neighborhood, you're probably not playing golf at the country club.
0: Yeah. And I saw in Dubai, they, like, made these artificial islands—
3: what mm-hmm.
2: there's like
0: is the there palms. a gulf or something like that that, yeah. that they've done this in? Yeah. The
2: thing like, they I mean, like mine it... sand and piled it <laughs> yeah. out there. Yeah. It's pretty neat. I can...
0: it's called the palms.
1: The I think. palms, yeah, and it looks like a big palm tree. Yeah. And it's just got all the leaves on it. People buy up there and they live there and
0: But it's pretty safe there in Dubai. It's Super might be safe. my next
2: vacation. It's it's really cool. I mean if you <laughs> wanted to go somewhere. <laughs> it's
1: uh, <laughs> uh why? I
2: fuck I don't know. It's, <laughs> don't know. it's baller style like shit. I'm just talking out of my ass. You're getting a big
1: ass race somewhere. Andy's, is it expensive over there?
3: Fuck yeah,
2: really. Uh, I, I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, hotel rooms are pretty much the same. Food's well, pretty much so the same. So see you there, Jeff.
1: Andy's a Miami. Andy stays on South on South Beach in Miami, so you would be right if <laughs> your bought that's, that's what it is. Today we're talking about because our flight is uh, going. We're flying on seven seventy seven or seven a bigger plane. Yep. And Andy's like, oh, once you fly on these, you'll never fly back. You'll never, you'll and never I, go back. And I said, flying back, we fly from San San Juan <coughs> you might be. to Miami. And from Miami, we're flying to – so I don't th- – I think coming home, we're going to be on a regular-sized plane, just a normal, what, 737 or whatever it is. Yeah. And he's a big baller now once you fly like this. So that's – when you fly to um, Abu Dhabi, you'll get to fly on a big – <laughs> you can even fly on Air Emirates because they got the best first class, it looks like. Oh, hell yeah, they do.
2: I love you, uh, the United Emirates flight. You're Strange. talking you're Have you talking flown on those? Oh, yeah.
1: Have you flown in first class there? Absolutely. It's, it's so like there. $15,000 a ticket, isn't it?
2: Close,
1: yeah. It, but the company's paying for it, so you don't mind. Yes, sir. doesn't bother me at all. You <laughs> he can smell like two and a half weeks old shit there, and you're all right.
0: Yeah. Is that where they have like the beds and stuff like that in the in the rooms? What is that? Well, I've seen
2: d- Jennifer uh, Aniston in the
0: yeah. commercials. Yeah. Well, I'm
2: trying to remember the actress. Who's the chick off Twilight? I flew with her one time. Um, Kristen Stewart. Kristen stewart i knew andy would know i have no clue um but I, it depends like a triple seven is going to have the wide body with the herringbone layout seats airbus i think 320 has the lay flats but the emirates airline has the little it's it's a, room. a cubicle yeah, yeah. it's a cubicle with a little uh, red draw and that's yeah it's all really
1: nice is the food service pretty good on that.
2: amazing Yeah, amazing really well because ha- you're, you're as a westerner generally as long as you're coming out of uh, Europe or the U S you're going to have two food options. So you can have like the local country of the middle East, which is going to be rice or you pilaf. can get a yeah pilaf or whatever, pilaf. or you can get a steak or chicken. So you'll, you'll get a good food choice. I mean, you don't, they don't feed you shit when you're in first class. I want to sit um,
0: over here. So this one
2: pretty close, pretty close. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty close. There'll be a little, uh, on the bottom of it, there'd be a little draw curtain right there and that should be a lay flat. seat. that's not a lay flat, but, uh,
1: Go to the one that had the dude in the um, the Arab dude in the full camel outfit.
0: He's not. That's private, Jeff. Yeah, come that's on, private. come on, Jeff, get with it. You got to be able to spot your. Here's the one I was talking about, though. It's got like a fucking bed.
2: That looks like a pilot or a stewardess quarters.
0: First class with a shower. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. yeah.
1: Well, you could use that one, couldn't
2: you? <laughs> I could definitely use that one.
0: What's the? Uh, here's another one. Unforgettable flight to Dubai with Arab Emirates. I did not take that one. See there? Cheap first class. Yeah, fucking there is nothing There is <laughs> su-
1: no such thing as that shit. Yeah. How long
2: is the flight over there that you need a bed? Uh, two, it depends where you're coming out of. Fuck, it's probably f- 12 hours.
1: Fuck, I've flown from Lubbock to Dallas before and wish I'd have had a bed. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Every time I've ever flown from Las Vegas to Lubbock, I wish that's I had a bed. That's like a, a normal bed. one. That'll yeah, be just a normal business are, class. Those are fucking peasants. But fuck, that's nice right there. Oh, right, they're fucking
2: right? peasants, Jeff. I was coming out of Singapore. I I don't remember the airline, but that one you had your own little cube, and you had a cell phone that you were assigned, and you could call out mid-flight. This was six, seven years ago, so that was unthinkable at the time. Those are nice. The bar? Yeah, so that's going to be a two-story plane, whatever model that is. I thought the
1: Muslims didn't like alcohol.
2: Well, that's the thing. Once you get out of the view of Allah, you can do whatever you want. (laughs) We call it the strip club walk, so when you'd fly out of country – is they would announce, we're now exiting Saudi airspace. And one by one, these ladies would go back, take off their garb, uh, their burger or whatever they call it, the and burgers. they'd come out in a fucking tube top, miniskirt, skirt, whatever.
1: No no sh- on your flight? Oh, yeah. On the flight. Let me They're tell like, you something. The yeah. last couple of flights I've been on, first of all, the last flight I was on, we had two men and one woman. I didn't want to see him in a tube top. <laughs> but most, I have not had a hot way. Well, Andy had a hot stir hit on him, he says, coming back from Miami last time.
0: She wanted my junk. Yeah. That
1: <laughs> happens. I was Been sitting there. there, minding
0: my own business.
3: <clears throat> and kept hitting the button. <laughs> I'm
0: watching uh, The Quiet Place 2. Focused in. I've got my earbuds in. And she, like, comes up to me. And I'm like, oh. This was one mask. You saw to wear a mask on the plane? My lovely wife is across the aisle. And uh, I'm watching the movie, and she comes up to me. I'm like, oh, fuck. What have I done? Because I'm paranoid. I'm not a good traveler. And she's like, oh. Did you order, did you uh, ask for the earbuds? I'm right. like, they're in my ears right now. Like, I don't, I don't need your. That was code. That was code. Yeah, like, take me to the bathroom now and pound me. Yep. I didn't do it, of course, because my wife is right there, but she wanted me. So, I if Jesse wouldn't I have been there, tell.
1: you would have done that. Huh? So, if Jesse wasn't there, you would have done she that. She was holding me some. back. Okay, she's <laughs> holding you back. She was holding me back. So, like, on our flight to Minneapolis, when we go, it's just me and you, if this happens again, you're, oh, you're no, in? no, no, no! I give them I
0: give, I give <laughs> them this number. I give them this number. So what I did, I was like, "Honey, honey, did you order uh, ear earphones?" You know, let her know, like, "Hey, she's she's coming at me pretty."
2: I'm about to be a victim.
1: Yeah, <laughs> who gets hit on more? You or Jesse? Me, you do. Okay. Yeah. yeah, by men or women? Men. Men hit on you more than Way her. Way more. Okay. Way more.
0: But I, I did. It was an uncomfortable situation and I probably should have uh complained
1: on her, but I didn't. Because... Complained on her. <laughs> <laughs> Filed it's an official complaint. <laughs> it's unprofessional. you imagine being her boss? Uh, some hard dick said you're hitting on him, did you? <laughs> Ooh, that dumbass that needed some headphones? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't I think just, so. I just had the wrong <laughs> row. I didn't I didn't realize.
0: No, but twelve hours is a long time on a plane. We had looked at so we went to Saint we had our ten year anniversary, we went to St. Lucia. But we looked at uh, Bora Bora, but it was like twelve hours, sixteen hours, whatever. And mm. that's a long time.
2: You just got to do that. That's the best way: is budget and save, or find a company to pay for it, and uh, do business class because that's the only way to do it. I is can't the imagine business
1: class seats nice too. Oh yeah. So you, you're that's not like just,
2: those standard like little lay down seats. So where you're,
1: you're not in fucking like an, on a. Like you're flying on 40, Southwest, you no know, two-hour flight. And, yeah.
0: No, like you'll that.
2: you'll have your own little cubby that you'll be in. Now there could be somebody. Uh, they'll put a little false wall right there, and uh, there'll be somebody on the other side. But you can lay flat. Uh, great service. Your own TV, unlimited movies. Great food.
0: That's yeah. what's crazy is like they're like, okay, ladies, you know the pilots coming over just so those people can take their burka off. Oh yeah, and start drinking.
1: Funny thing is, they're a bunch of fucking hypocrites. Oh yeah, that's the best. We're part. not that's in Saudi anymore. <laughs> like Sharia <laughs>
0: law has no bearing here, so I'll will I'll take the burqa off and start drinking. We had a
1: bunch of Saudis hunting with us one time, and I asked the guy questions. No, everybody's afraid to ask him. And I was like, "How's that multiple wife would deal work out for you?" You know, it's gonna be hell at Valentine's Day. So and he was telling me about his. He didn't have multiple wives, but his dad did. Dad and, did. And then he was this. and I said, "Well, I said I'm gonna be honest with you. I go, how the fuck do y'all pick up chicks at a damn nightclub? And know what they look like?" Oh, we have a room we can take them into and have them disrobe. I thought, motherfuckers are pretty smart, you know. Can you imagine America asking some old gal, can you please go back in this room here and let me see you naked for a minute before I decide if I want to buy you a drink?
0: <laughs> Did you go out to any of the nightclubs that were over there?
2: Absolutely. So really? every every place I went. So when I started, I was single at the time. Yeah. So i prowl around and see what I could Do you have any
1: kids over there?
2: <laughs> that I'm aware of? No. no. No, but it wasn't for lack of effort. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, Saudi wasn't, you couldn't really do, it. it's so regulated. Uh, alcohol, you couldn't have in-country, although the princes do have it. Um, so th- their strip club is just the, the lady that looks like the chick off of uh, Aladdin. That's about as skimpy as they get dress-wise. Oh, really? Yeah, But in other countries, uh, like India, they'd get a little bit more scantily clad. But Eastern Europe, that's a good place to That's why go. we're
1: fighting in Ukraine, right? Now, why they're fighting in Ukraine Could be. over the sex trafficking.
2: Could be. Yeah, Turkey is was pretty good. Czech Republic's awesome.
1: Really? Yeah. So did uh, when when you would go, I saw a deal in on Saudi. Matter of fact, what's the da- guy's name that talked about the Clintons that killed himself? Anthony Bourdain. Oh. I watched a show on his. He, I, I used to love his show. He he was a very he was a very interesting man. Anyways, Anthony Bourdain was in um, Saudi Arabia, and he was at a went to go out to eat, and it was different because the uh, he he went out with a family to eat, and the wife and kids would set it as separate, like a uh, they there they had. Uh, what do you tell you on um, booths? they're booths like you'd go into a place have a booth right there they're all enclosed, yep. and they would go in there and the family would sit one, then him and the guys would because the women weren't supposed to mix with the men on business and stuff right, like and that guys. so they he would eat, he would ate with Anthony Bourdain and the family would be in the mother clucking you know whatever it's called at mother Cluckers yeah and it is just interesting you know
0: but but eastern Eastern Europe it's a whole different set of rules over there.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of everything goes. They're a little bit behind times. Russia, to a certain extent, the same way, too. But, uh, yeah, if you go looking for a strip club or, or anything like that, you're going to get what you want out of it for sure.
1: So 20-year-olds you- can have a whole lot more fun in Ukraine than they can in Saudi Arabia. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Did you feel safe over there? You didn't um, feel like you were in the Taken movie? No,
2: no, never, never. But no. I, I, I was never really worried about that stuff. Andy, I mean, I'm nervous, nervous fucking that. Nelly.
1: I'm He's about that. that is going to be my only male counterpart in San Jose or San Juan the first two days. I can't wait for Zach to get there because Zach will at least be not, relaxed. And not, he'll be a nervous fucking wreck the anywhere. whole
0: time. We're going to go to the house and
1: bullshit. Shit. We got to drive. We're landing in San Juan at 10 o'clock at night, getting a rental vehicle, and then driving an hour into the mountains so we can stay somewhere so we can go tubing in a cave the next day. This is going to be my main person at nighttime. He's going to be fine worried down there. I mean, I'm not anywhere in the world. I, I don't worry about things like that. I Pay attention, be vigilant, and don't do stupid shit, yep. and mind your own business. and you know, Most times, you'll be okay. Now, I'm not saying you can't come across some random... not for thing. Liam Neeson. All he did was fucking cause problems. His daughter. His she daughter. She did nothing. That's right. You don't look like her or her friend. My wife does. There is nobody going to sex traffic Andy. He was almost a
2: victim on that last flight. though. I was. Maybe that's he what she have have was trying to do, it. Jeff.
1: <laughs> How do we know? You've been watching flight attend... Do you trust some women? Fuck no. Not as far as I can throw them. Uh, are you on season two yet of that? Yeah. I need to. I've, I've I've started watching The Wire and quit watching it.
0: It's a good show on HBO Max.
1: Before we get off here, Ducks Unlimited has got a new deal coming out. I need to.
0: So, what do you do for Brandon? That you he said like you just take care of his property.
1: Yeah, he bought a duck club. There
2: was an old duck club right by my house, probably five minutes away. Mm-hmm. Was unmanaged for probably thirty years, and um, something happened. It came up for sale, and he'd been kind of looking, and he was able to capitalize on it. Go grab it, went and looked at it, and I'm like, yeah, it looks like dog shit right now but with a little bit of care it, it, it'll be really good so he he scooped it up and I, I just pop out there keep track of it handle water control we did a nest, nesting program last year um, to try to get a more established mallard population there um, so it's kind of been a little playground for waterfowl and moist soil management
0: mm-hmm. how's that been like because he said uh, you had a background in some of this uh, waterfowl management
2: yeah, so growing up, I uh, grew up in Fenville, Michigan, and there's a little it's called the Fenville Farm Unit, but it was previously the Todd Farm. It was a massive, I think it's about 4,000 acres of spearmint um or peppermint, and uh they converted that into a big WMA basically. Mm-hmm. So when we were sharecropping it, I spent my whole life out in this WMA, you know, watching birds, uh seeing what they do, and then all of your crop that you worked you'd have to leave uh, strips for hunting you had fields that would be hunted in you couldn't go into certain areas because that's where birds were nesting so I quasi learned a lot of um, information from the local biologist just being around him seeing like hey why are you doing that why are you spraying that how come you're drawing down here right I learned a lot of stuff that way so I was able to take that and apply it over to his place
0: so um, it, I mean I guess he's he's just over the moon about progress that you guys have made
2: yeah oh yeah i mean the we calculated uh moist soil uh food creation of 10x last year so that was an incredible bump now all that's good but you still need to have winter yep so we like early goose season was okay we had some teal around but short of a couple really good days where we had weather days it was honestly fairly slow because we didn't get birds until about january 1st Really? <laughs> when we've got a really nice push of birds to come down.
0: And that's in Michigan, Jeff. Yeah. I mean, we're fucked here at the bottom of the flyway.
2: Yeah. Day. Well, and it's interesting because I'll be in Oklahoma and Kansas and North Dakota, you know, sporadically through. And I I hunted in Kansas in January. Mm-hmm. And they still had birds that hadn't come down yet. That was in Wichita, yeah. just outside of Wichita. And they still hadn't... That, that guy was saying that they came down, sat there, and they never, they never left. And we mm-hmm. went through that high wind day they had like 50 mile an hour winds
0: i remember that yeah we need
1: we need some we need some winter bad well and i can
0: you know we've got the we've got the podcast group and there were guys that were in canada or north dakota and they're like hey i've got your lesters here like still seeing speckle bellies what the hell
1: oh yeah that's weird hopefully this should be a little cooler
0: yeah, I hope so. All right, What's for, the Ducks Unlimited event?
1: DU. The DU Dash is a virtual run, walk, or ride hosted by Ducks Limited in support of waterfowl and wetlands. Basically, you need to get on the uh, – go to – Ducks.org. Ducks.org and look for the DU Dash. It's $40, and you do a fi- you do a run, walk, ride. It causes it to a 5K. They do a 10K. You can do anything you want to. You can do it on a moped. You can do it on a bike, swim. If you swim freaking 5K, that's a lot of swimming. Two and ATV, a half kayak, or whatever. And you do it on between June 4th and June 12th. You sign up at Ducks Unlimited. I've got over twelve, over a thousand people have already signed up, and just another way to raise money for the Ducks. And you get a really cool shirt that says DU Dash Swag. You get a one-year DU membership, a DU Dash Performance T-shirt, and a 2022 DU Dash medal. So go to Ducks.org and look them up.
0: Very good, Mike. We appreciate you coming all the way out here to do this with us. Uh, it's been fun.
2: Yeah, good time. I Thanks for having me.
0: Appreciate it. We've gone two hours now, so over two
2: hours.
1: Where are you going tonight? Uh, oh, you're going to Kansas, Kansas.
2: aren't you? Kansas. I'll see how close I can get. Yep.
1: Well, God bless you. Be safe, my friend. Thank you for being on here. Brandon Sarecki. come see us sometime.
0: You got to get down here because we're trying to get uh, Brandon and all them to come. So you got to come at that time. Are you going to, are Problem you going to go to Squad is, Fest?
2: I'll probably make it down to Squad Fest. I won't make it to the... Uh, Game Fair though we're hosting actually at Brandon's property we're hosting a Super Retriever Series event that second weekend so
0: That's and y'all a weekend. are up there so Brandon we'll be
1: there. won't be up there again Brandon will never go anywhere probably not go.
2: no
0: Brandon's a homebody no. we'll Zach will out. be yeah. there
1: Zach Zach's a worker anyway Zach's the one he's a good time too. Zach and Lee yeah they are <laughs> and Brandon's and dirt. just
0: like ah oh, we need to be here Zach take it up. also yeah.
1: come to come to Squad Fest you can get Andy's autograph you can also come sure. by and see the guys at Dirty Duck at Gundog, at Boss at Pacific. At, uh, the guys from Dive Bomb. Who am I forgetting off? Anybody off of well, this?
0: Dive Bomb Show, so of course they'll be there.
1: Anybody else? Am I forgetting everybody else?
0: I, I think I, that's most of them else. are going to be there.
1: And the guys from Stanfield Honey Nutfitters will be there. So come out and see us on June, uh, July 15th and 16th. Yep. And you can buy Andy a beer. Everybody comes there buys Andy a beer. Andy said he'll drink a beer with everybody that offers to buy him one. <laughs>
0: no, I did not. I never <laughs> Thank said Thank
1: y'all. That. God bless y'all, and have a great week. That'd
0: be terrible. <laughs> it wouldn't be worth shooting the next day. <laughs> Check out our wonderful sponsors. Go check out Boss Shot Shells, Dive Bomb Industries, Alpha Outdoors, Bangtail Whiskey, Sanford Hunt Outfitters, Looking Glass, Duck Club Podcast, Gundog Outdoors, Lucky Duck, Dirty Duck Coffee, Shin Gear Waiters, Pacific Calls, Dive Bomb Industries.